Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! We're back at Lewis Field getting set for Fort A. State football. It's the Tigers and the number three ranked Pittsburgh State Gorillas getting ready for our coin toss. Our coin toss kid tonight, Skylar Schmidt out of O'Laughlin Elementary School here in Hayes. He'll be accompanying the Tiger captains. He got a game day kid's jersey. He'll flip the coin, and you could be the coin toss kid next Saturday night when the Tigers host Northwest Missouri State. All you have to do is go by McDonald's at Hayes, Russell, and Joaquini to enter. Again, you get a coin toss kid's jersey, uh, uh, also two general admission tickets, and you get to walk out of the field and toss the coin prior to the game. It's all correct to see a four-day state athletics and McDonald's and Hayes and Joaquini. Our officiating crew tonight, Brian Stelzer is our lead referee. Troy Hofstetter is the umpire. Heath Roberts, the head linesman. Line judge, Jeremy Derringer. Side judge, Christopher Denk. Field judge, Brandon Bermia. Back judge, Jake Wolf. And center judge is Michael Edwards. Our MIAA-signed officiating crew tonight. Gentlemen, welcome to another classic showdown between Fort Hayes State and Pittsburgh State. Congratulations on being selected as captains, and thank you for your help today, ensuring we have good sportsmanship. Pittsburgh State, you're the visiting team. You will call the toss. The MIAA logo will be heads, and the teams will be tails. What is your call? Tails is the call. It is tails. You've won the toss. You want the ball. Which way do you want to kick? Where you're at? Stay where you're at. Pittsburgh State has won the toss and elected to receive. Shake hands. All right, let's go downstairs real quick. Get an update for Jonathan Zweiger. Yeah, there you go, guys. Pittsburgh State, that offense that loves to pound the football, control the clock. They're on the field first. Shout out to the student section. They filled it up about 30 minutes till kickoff, and they're still filling it all the way to the top. Beautiful day for football. Sun's going to start to set, and it's really, really nice out right now. Not a lot of wind either. 95 degrees is what the thermometer said, but it's going to cool off as we go along, and you're exactly right. Not much wind currently right now here at the stadium, so that should be a good sign and hopefully lead to a good game. Let's hope that the official is right. Another classic matchup between the Tigers and the Gorillas. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort Hay State Football. Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hay State Athletics. It's a good thing. Kaiser Liquor and Tiger Radio. Mix 103. KJLS Hayes. Tigers will be in all black today. The new home jerseys, black lettering with gold numbers trimmed in white, black pants, the black helmet, Victory Tiger logo on the left, the uniform number on the right, Pitt State in all white, crimson numbers trimmed in gold with the red helmets and pit on the side. Let's squeeze in. Oh, let's remind you, our opening kickoff is brought to you by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises. Ransom Hayes, Great Ben Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. Pitt State won the coin toss and took the ball a year, week ago. They eventually were stopped on a fourth down inside Washburn territory in that game. So Pitt State's going to get their hands on the football first. 
first, and we are ready to go. The home opener tonight between the Tigers and the Pittsburgh State Gorillas, the 80th all-time meeting between these two programs. Pitt State's had the upper hand. They've won the last two. Fort A. State had won four of the prior five. In fact, they'd won four in a row. Their only four-game winning streak in the history of this uh, rivalry between these two Kansas schools. I wouldn't be surprised if Pitt State takes the open. When they win the toss, they take the ball every yep. time this year. They want to establish that offensive line and that running game early. All right, here we go. Fort A. State's Carson Art, the Wichita product. Butler Community College transfer waiting for the official to give him the go-ahead. And we can get this one underway. The clock has not been set. So we're waiting on the clock to get reset. Everybody's ready to go, except there we have 15 minutes. And now we're ready for football. Fort A. State and Pittsburgh State. Joel Shorman, our producer and engineer. Jonathan Zweiger to the sideline. Dustin Armbruster in the booth along with me. And... Craig Carlin, our spotter again here this year in the booth. We're glad to bring you Fort Hayes State football tonight from Lewis Field. And we are underway. High end over end kick. It's going to be fielded at the seven-yard line by Jamal Horn. The KU transfer out across the 20. Breaks a tackle to the 30. Breaks out of another one and gets all the way up to the 40-yard line. So... A good return by Horn. He was able to break out of two or three tackles, and Pitt State's going to start at their own 41. Dalton Miller, the great Ben product there, finally to make that stop. It'll be a first and 10 for Pittsburgh State at the 41-yard line. Well, and that's the physicality, right? That's what Coach Chris Brown was talking about beforehand, and it's on display early for Pittsburgh State. Chad Dotson, their starting quarterback. 58% completion percentage for his career. He was 13 of 25, 138 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions a week ago. He's in the shotgun. Jack Roberts, a wide receiver here to the left side, two to the right, and they're going to hand it off to Antoine Squire, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage. He'll get a short gain of only a couple. Mikel Williams there, John Johnson on that tackle, also Evan Darville uh, on there as well, and Mason Perez comes in to finish it all off, so only a gain of about two, two and a half. We'll call it three, second down and seven, and they're going to run quickly. That's one thing they did a week ago, and now a flag, and Pittsburgh State's going to be penalized. Well, Gerard, that first play by Pitt, by Fort Hayes State defensively, they did exactly what they got to do. Ball they start. set the edge. Everyone but the center. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Second down. Nice by the official. Everybody but the center <laughs> on the false start. But Fort Hayes State set the edge, and everybody did their job. That is so important when you're playing Pittsburgh State. Well, Doug, you always hear about assignment football, and you have to be it with these guys. And they'll, the running backs do a lot of cutbacks. So you have to ho stay home, and the Tigers did. So the penalty now brings up second and 12 after the three-yard gain. Two receivers to the left, two here to the right. Dotson the throw, delayed blitz, and his pass is almost intercepted. It was high off the hands of the intended receiver, Jack Roberts, and Kobe Rome almost plucked that one out of the air off the deflection. It's incomplete, and now it's third down and 12. Well, and for Fort Hayes State, you want to take advantage of those, but what you like is that the Tigers got pressure in the backfield, rushing three that time. A big test for that defensive line, which... Has a chance to be pretty good. Jason Wallace, Evan Darville, Gavin Hazelhorse, Miles Benjus. Third down and 12. 
Pitt was only 25% on third down conversions a week ago. Three for 12. Tigers show blitz. They do not bring it. Dotson with time in the pocket. Throws underneath. It's caught by Squire. He is hit at the 50. He's one yard short of the first down. We'll see what Pitt decides to do. They are at midfield, and they are leaving their offense on as of right now. Fourth and two. They marked him at the 49, and they bring on a few substitutions. And it looks like Pitt's going to go for it. A week ago, they were four or two for four on fourth down. This will be fourth and about a yard and they're a gonna half. They're going to go for it. Pitt State likes to go for it, and they're going to do that right here. Fourth and about a yard and a half. They need to get to the Tiger 49. They're about the 49 and a half of their own right now. Two tight end set. There's going to be a rollout by Dotson. He dumps it in the flat. It's incomplete. Fort Hastings gets a stop on fourth down. The pass was bobbled, and then a big-time hit was applied by Travion Mitchell on the intended receiver, Jamal Horn. So Fort Hastings gets a stop near midfield, and they'll have it first and ten. Well, and for Fort Hastings, again, pressure in the backfield. That's a rollout by the quarterback, but the Tigers got there quick, and so test number one is answered by the Tigers on the defensive side. Did a really good job, and they're going to start in guerrilla territory on their first possession. And, boy, these are moments. It is early on, but these are moments. Your four-day state you have to take advantage of against the third-ranked team in the country. You get the ball on after a fourth-down stop in guerrilla territory. Jack Dawson, five touchdown passes a week ago at quarterback, hands it off to Noe, passes it, and it's dropped. It was dropped by Ryan Allen. They set up a little screen, and he was open, and he had some room, and he, I think, maybe got a little bit anxious there on that pass and took his eye off the ball, and it's incomplete. It's second down to 10. Well, and I think to, the, the wrong route was run by somebody on that side because Cormany was wide open, but the ball went into the receiver who I think was ready to block. Cormany wearing zero this year. He's a tight end near side. He's going to come in motion from left to right and now line up in the left slot. Two receivers to the right side. Dawson to pass on second and ten. Has time. Now he's being chased. He needs to hurry. He's going to run to the 50. 45. He gets ankle tackled at about the 44. Now a late flag. And this one's probably going to be coming back as Fort A. State is penalized. Yeah, it's going to be a hold on the wide receiver on the side. If he lets go, it's going to be a five-yard gain. But the wide receiver on the near side just would not let go. And I think that was Holy, Travis 17. Dixon. Dixon, a running back, yep. Ten-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Replay second down. So the flag was about the 47-yard line, so that'll move the ball to the 43 of Pittsburgh State, where it'll be second down. And uh, about 17 yards to go. So the groaning from the crowd, I don't think, is for the penalties for how late the flag was yeah, thrown. It was the tackle the was made, and then the flag came in. Yeah, Dawson was already down when the flag was thrown, but penalty nonetheless. Second and 17. There's a little pass across the middle, and it's broken up nicely by Pittsburgh State's Michael Lacy. Their third-team All-Conference free safety pass intended for Trevor Watson. Lacey got to him right with the ball did, and now it's third down and 17. Tigers ran Dixon and Watts, both running backs, out of the backfield into passing routes. But Dixon, or rather Watts, is so far down on the checklist that the linebacker can make that read and get there. He was open. Watts was open, but it just takes so long to get to that third or fourth option. Tigers were 7 for 10 on third down a week ago, but they were never in third in this long. Third and 17. Dawson to pass. He breaks the pat rush, throws it low. Corbin, he caught. 
caught it, but he had a slide to do it at the 41-yard line of Pittsburgh State. Now what do the Tigers do on fourth down? You go for this. They're going to go for it. It's going to be fourth and a little over two. They're at the Gorilla 42-yard line. Dawson was trying to elude the rush. His pass was a little bit low, and Cormany made a sliding catch. If he could catch it standing, he probably could run for the first down, and now a big fourth down right here. If you get nothing out of this, if you're Fort Hay State and get nothing out of this, Pittsburgh State gets the ball essentially where they started their first drive of the game. Tigers did not have a fourth down attempt a week ago. Watts, Cormany, and Horace, wide receivers right. Hosea Stokes near side, Dawson throws, he's got a man, it's going to be caught for a first down. That's Trevor Watts to the Washburn, to the uh, Pitt State 35. He'll pick up seven on fourth down. Rico Payton, the St. Louis redshirt senior on the tackle, but the Tigers convert on fourth down. It's first and ten at the Gorilla 35. That's a really well-conceived route combination for the Tigers because I don't know that Trevor Watts realized how open he was because he kind of stutter-stepped expecting contact and then turned around and there's nobody there. No score. Tigers got a fourth down stop on Pitt State's first possession near midfield. Now Fort A. State converts on fourth down. Handoff, Dixon up the middle, brushes off a tackle, 30, and taken down to the 29-yard line. Strong, hard run right up the middle behind Shaw, Corbin, and Reynolds, or Shaw, Kerr, and Reynolds. It's a gain down to the 29-yard line of six, brought down by Jack Barkley on that stop. You really like the fact that the Tigers seem to be setting up the running game with their passing game tonight by forcing everybody to drop back and now you give it to Dixon who you really like at 5-10-2-15 well put together. Ran hard there. Stiegel also in there. He's a Carrollton, Texas junior. One of the backup defensive ends. Second down and seven. There's a hand. No, a keeper by Dawson. He's going to throw it late. It's going to be caught by Hosea Stokes at the 15. It's a first down. A great play fake in the backfield. Dawson rolled out to the left, and he hit Stokes, and it's a first down. And Stokes is up slow. His helmet came off. I think he's okay, but he'll have to come out for at least one play. What field vision by Dawson to throw back against the grain, but then also Jack realizing he had options. He had somebody in the flat. He could have run, and he he was able to make that uh, throw onto the backside. Tigers inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone for the first time tonight. Farm Implement and Supply in Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. Fort Hayes State, remember a year ago, drove down the field and scored on their first possession. Jack Dawson got a concussion on that touchdown uh, a year ago and never returned in that game. Pitt State went on to win it and won the regular season title undefeated. Here it's first and 10 Tigers down to the Gorilla 15. No score with 10.45 to go in the first. Dawson play fake. He's going to run to his right. Little juke and jive move, but he gets forced out of bounds with no running room at all on that play. Brandon Stiegel was able to force him out of bounds and they're going to say no gain on the play. It'll be second down and 10. Cole Sample, the nose guard for Pittsburgh State. Honorable mention all MIAA last year. He is headed out of the game. He lost his helmet, the Tonkinoxie product. You can see the game plan for Fort Hayes State. They want Jack Dawson to have the ball in his hands and make decisions. Bryson Smith, the Houston transfer, redshirt junior out of Tyler, Texas, was not eligible a week ago, waiting for his paperwork to get in. He's in for the first time tonight. One of the wide receivers to the left, along with Trevor Watts. Handoff Dixon to the right. He barrels his way inside near the 10-yard line. I think I got his feet taken out from him at about to 12 is where they're going to mark that. Short gain of three brought down by Zach Kanan getting the start tonight for the injured Luke Jennings at linebacker. 
And now it's third down and eight for Fort A. State at the 12. That is a fantastic tackle by Zach Kanan because if he doesn't make that tackle, Dixon might score. He had gotten to the edge, and Kanan had to do the only thing he could do is, is go at the feet. Smith and Horace, wide receivers to the right. Smith by himself to the left. 9.35 to go here in the first. No score. Tigers down to the Gorilla 12-yard line, but face third down at eight. Play clock is at four. Dawson slaps the hands, takes the shotgun snap. He's going to front a fade route in the corner. Caught by Smith. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. The first catch of the year for Bryson Smith is a touchdown. And the Tigers lead it six to nothing with 9.22 to go in the first. What a throw, what a catch. How about the check by the Fort Hay State Tigers? They realized the blitz was on, and when Fort Hay State changed the play, they shifted somebody out to the right. It left Smith one-on-one. We've seen Smith in camp. We know how good he is. Pittsburgh State doesn't know because he didn't play last week. Boy, that was a perfect throw and a great catch. Here's the extra point, and it is good from Carson Hart. And just like a year ago down in Pittsburgh, the Tigers score on their opening drive. 9.22 to go in quarter number one. Fort A. State leads the third-ranked Gorillas 7 to nothing. We've got a timeout time on the out. field. This is Fort A. State football on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Before work. Well, Fort A. State gets a fourth down stop near midfield and goes 10 plays, 49 yards, and 4.07. Jack Dawson. His sixth touchdown pass of the year already, this time to Bryson Smith. First catch as the Tigers in the end zone. It's 7-0 Fort A. State. Our first quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. And a reminder to please drink responsibly. We saw him in camp, and he did some things that were a tad different than what everybody else can do. Pittsburgh State didn't have the luxury of seeing that on film. He was not eligible a week ago, and there's a high short pooch kick after that good return earlier, and it's got to be taken at the 28-yard line, and Fort A. State is right. Oh, it breaks out of the tackle, and Pitt State's got some running room. That was one of the up men. Matthew, or excuse me, that was uh, the up man, Dallas Bond, a tight end, who was wrapped up at the 30 and then brings it all the way out near the four, fact of the 40, about two, three yard line. The problem is they wrapped 6'2", 232 around his shoulder pads and try to take him down instead of down below. The one area so far through, you know, six minutes of football of concern for the Tigers is kickoff return. Hopefully, Pittsburgh State has to return a lot of kickoffs, (laughs) and there's a lot of work for the Tigers today. Tigers kicked the first one deep. That one, they did the old pooch kick, and Bond got a good return. Pitt State's going to start at the 43. They're two possessions. Their own 41, now their own 43. Second possession for the Gorillas. And it's going to be a handoff to Squire, and he's taken down to the line of scrimmage as he tried to stretch it to the right. Evan Darville busted through that line and made a great tackle for no gain. It's second down and 10 for Pittsburgh State. I feel like that this uh, Fort Hay State defensive line heard just about enough about how good the offensive line was for Pittsburgh State. I still think it's a really good offensive line for Pittsburgh State, but you feel a little different here from the Tigers. This front four has a chance to be really good for Fort Hay State. Off to a good start tonight. They're going to give about a yard to the 44. Second down and nine for the Gorillas. Dawson in the shotgun, or excuse me, Dodson in the shotgun. Takes the snap, has time in the pocket, dumps it out in the flat to Squire, and he's got a first down into Tiger territory all the way down to the 40-yard line. Kobe Rome 
made the tackle. They sent everybody deep and then just let the running back release, and there was nobody within about 15 yards, and he gets a big gain of 13 down to the Tiger 40. Well, that's McCall Williams and Sam Brandt both dropping deep into coverage and nobody left underneath. Pitt State quickly to the line of scrimmage. They'll go to the pistol formation this time with Squire out of Suitland, Maryland. Went to Lackawanna College in Pennsylvania. Leading rusher in the state of Maryland his senior year in high school. Now the tight end, Evan Garrison, the All-American, goes in motion, lines up on the left slot. It's going to be a handoff to Squire, and he's hit and taken down by Kobe Rome with help from John Johnson. Johnson grabbed on, and that was actually Caleb Pillow on that tackle for four-day state, and there's an injured gorilla on the play. Caleb Pillow getting the start tonight, makes that tackle at the 38-yard line for a gain of two, and now some concern for an injured gorilla at the 35. Can't quite tell who it is. They're checking his left leg. Oh, that's never good. It is good to see John Johnson back onto the football field. And, and, and that's one of those kids that I got to watch for years in the Western Athletic Conference in multiple sports, being with the Hayes High Indians and, and him being a Dodge City. And then he, I felt like he was one of those guys that could make an, an immediate impact. And one of those guys that agreed with me early on is now with the coaching staff. Coach Hickel, when John Johnson signed with Fort Hayes State, said, this kid can be special with the Tigers. Well, now Coach Hickel's with Fort Hayes State as well. Injured is offensive right guard Drew Daniels, the Andover Central sophomore. He's being helped off the field, so hopefully nothing too severe, but they're going to have to bring in a backup. Kevin, Kevin Myers is listed as their backup right guard. We'll see who they bring in. Yeah, Johnson a year ago had that Liz Frank injury on his foot and missed six games, tried to go after healing a little bit and just could not go on it, so it was a rough year on a year that it was rough for a lot of guys. Yeah. Second down and eight. The Gorillas to the Tiger 38-yard line. Try to get that new offensive lineman in there for you after this play. They send Sean Motion. they got to hand it off to Squire. Breaks out of an arm tackle. Breaks out of another. He's inside the 25 and down to the 24-yard line. It's going to be a 14-yard run for Squire and another Pittsburgh State first down. Boy, 5'9", 195, and he runs hard, and first and 10 for the Gorillas. And they like to go quick after picking up first downs. Darville is going to come out of the ball game for four-day State. So they bring in Dimitri Scott of the D-line, and Dimitri Scott right on cue makes a tackle and a run up the middle by Squire. Short gain of a couple to the 23, second down. Well, it's been second down that they've been doing all their damage. First down has been three yards, one yard, two yards, four yards for Pittsburgh State. Second down is where the 13, 14, 15 yards is coming in. Three-yard gain to the 22-yard line, second down and seven. Seven-nothing Tigers are just inside the seven-minute mark of the first quarter. Pitt got it to midfield, but were denied on fourth down. Now we're going to see Cleo Chandler, Jr., a sophomore from Claiborne, Texas. One of three running backs who get a lot of duty tonight. Three wide receivers split off to the left, one here to the near. And there's a pass batted down to the line of scrimmage by John Johnson. Looked like Dodson tried to sidearm that one through a hole. Johnson got his hand on it and knocked it away. It's third down, and we're going to see Ty Pennington come in at quarterback. You wonder how much here is four-down territory already for Pittsburgh State because of the Tigers scoring that touchdown early. I think you'll probably see a play that is set up that is going to gain yards at a minimum so that fourth down is a possibility. Cooper Shetler moves to the right guard spot for Pittsburgh State. 
Landon Blue Ball on the left side. They shift their guys around. Third down and seven. Back to pass. Dawson had it blocked away. It was batted down by Johnson again, the linebacker. Dotson stayed in. He had his pass deflected, and now it's fourth down, and they may bring the field goal unit on. Yeah, I, I think it would have been four-down territory had they gained any yards at all, but that's two deflected passes, and John Johnson was coming on a blitz, and he never stopped. And as soon as that quarterback started his motion, Johnson jumped. Give the defensive line credit because nobody got off the line to pick up John Johnson. Austin Schmidt out of Crane Valley, Missouri, a freshman to attempt the field goal from 39, and it is perfect. He is three for three on field goals. He had a 45-yarder a week ago. He hits a 39-yarder there, and the Gorillas answer the Tiger touchdown with a field goal. 6.33 to go here in the first. Tigers seven, Pittsburgh State three. We're back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. At Next Tech Wireless, it's... Tiger Sports brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. They're the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas from joint and spine injury to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more. The experts at Hayes Med Orthopedic will help you move more freely. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Let's go downstairs to Jonathan Zweiger. Yeah, quick injury update, Jose and Stokes. It looked like when he got his helmet ripped off, uh, banged up his lip a little bit. Also looking at a scratch on his upper eye, but he looks good to go. Also a quick note, Bryson Smith, after scoring that touchdown. Got a little bit of tape on his knee, so we'll keep an eye on that too. All right, very good. Jonathan down on the sidelines. Turned out to be a pretty nice night. 95 at kickoff, but cooling off as we go. The breeze is about five miles an hour. Ever since John started doing sidelines, he's pretty much lived right since it started. And he does a good job of games he can't make (laughs) when the weather's bad. Good long kick. Fair catch is going to be called for by Trevor Watson. Four-day state will start this possession at their own 25, so their first one started in guerrilla territory after getting a fourth down stop. Now they'll start at their own 25, leading 7-3 with 6.33 to go. That was an eight-play, 35-yard drive for the Gorillas. They had up two minutes and 41 seconds, but Fort A. State got a big stop on third, then on fourth down on batted passes, for our second and third from Johnson, and it was a 39-yard field goal from Schmidt. That was very much premeditated that Trevor Watts was going to fair catch yes. that ball because... Uh, he had 15 yards in front of him and, and never even gave it a glance. Dixon, the running back, he'll line up staggered behind Dawson, who slaps his hands and takes the shotgun snap. Dawson hands it off to Dixon, stays on his feet, stumbles across the line of scrimmage. It's about two to the 27. As we're going to say, his knee hit. It'll bring up a second down and eight as. Uh, Trent Thompson was in there to make that stop for Pittsburgh State. Tigers, oddly enough, were better after gaining no yards or very few yards on first down on their opening drive when they had second and four is when they had to ultimately convert on a long third. 7-3 Tigers with 6.03 to go in the first quarter. Two receivers, that is Horace and Watts to the right, Stokes here to the left. And they're going to hand it off to Shane Watts. And, boy, not a lot of runner, running room as he tries to go around the left end. He gets it up to about the 28 for just a one-yard gain. Jeremy Sharp in there for the Gorillas to make that stop, a backup defensive tackle out of Raymore Peculiar High School, Ray Peck in Kansas City. And now Fort A. State facing third down and we'll say six from their own 29-yard line. They converted on both third and four, on fourth down, I should say, on their last possession after coming up just short on a third down try. Ended up scoring on that opening drive. 
Three receivers to the right. Cormany lines up tight end near side. And they're going to be a dump pass to Dixon to the flat. He's at the 30. Hurdles the man 35. He's got a first down. Barrels into a couple of gorillas. Drives him backwards to the 38-yard line. It's a 10-yard gain on third and six. And Forday State has a first down. Trent Thompson, the tackle for Pittsburgh State. Great dial-up of the play for the screen to the near side, but also how about Dixon taking it at the tackler? I don't know as much of the tackle was made as uh, as Travis Dixon ran over the would-be tackler and got tripped up in the process. They're going to give him 11 and spot at the 39-yard line. First and 10 Tigers, 4.50 to go first quarter. They lead the Gorillas 7-3, going from our right to left, south to north here in Lewis Field. Shotgun snap a little bit high. Dixon gets the carry. Bounces out to the right. He's at the 45. He's at the 50. Flag thrown as he gets to the Gorilla 45. And it looks like a penalty on Forte State's going to negate a run of 15 yards. Man, and what's so frustrating about that is it was way behind the play. It had no bearing on what was going to happen. Disengage. Holding. Number 88. Offense. 10-yard penalty. First down. That's Slane, Sloan Hayden out of Ulysses. Hutchinson Community College transfer caught a touchdown pass a week ago. The flag is three yards downfield, so it'll go down as a seven-yard penalty from the point of the flag. But, boy, that took away a 16-yard run. Fort A. State would have been in guerrilla territory. And Fort A. State, for the first time, tried to bounce something outside. They got a great cave-in blocked by the right tackle, Danovic. But then it was all for naught again. You're away from the play. It, your guy is not going to do anything. You have to let that block go. So first down and 17, Fort A. State back to their own 31-yard line, leading 7-3. to three. Dawson, quick pass, incomplete, some miscommunication. He was throwing it in the flat. Stokes was running up the near numbers, and it's incomplete second down. Yeah, and that's one of those you don't know from the press box who's going to be wrong on that one. But with the conviction that the quarterback, Jack Dawson, threw the ball, you got a feeling that that was supposed to be a short passing route in order to try to get some of this penalty yardage back on what was first and 17. Stokes and Cormany split here to the left side. Horace to the right with Watts. Shotgun snap for the quarterback, Dawson. Straight drop back, gets rid of it. It may have been tipped at the yeah. line of scrimmage. It goes incomplete. The fluttered out of the flat, and closest guy there was a Pittsburgh State gorilla. It wasn't even Alex at the line of scrimmage. It was on his, when he brought the ball back and started going forward, a player from the backside for Pittsburgh State got his hand on it. Lucky that that one wasn't intercepted. You usually see those pop up into the air. And that penalty's big now yeah. instead of first down in Gorilla territory. Forte State third and 17 from their own 32, leading 7-3 with 4.13 to go in the first quarter. Sun's starting to set. Light's starting to take effect. They're going to hand it off to, nope, Dawson's going to keep it. And the quarter gap back gets spun around for a short gain. That was just a simple play up the middle, and Forte State's going to regroup after this punt. One-yard gain to the 33, brought down by Brandon Stiegel, our, light, our defensive end. And Forte State's going to have to punt at a big holding penalty. Took away a 16-yard gain and kind of derailed that possession. After you already converted third and six for 10 yards, the first two drives, the ne only negative plays for the Tigers have been holding penalties. They're hurting themselves. Cameron Zeisenkamp. Salina South product to punt. The ball bounces to him. He gets it away, and he gets run into. But I think the punt was tipped. Now it's bobbled. It's loose and taken down at the nine. They do throw a flag. 
I think, I think they're going to say either way. Forte State almost had a chance to recover. The return man, Rico Payton, bobbled it. It was a free ball, but he fell on it back at the seven. The question was the punt tipped. Oh, have we been on this field before where there's a question of a tipped kick or not? <laughs> Who in was a the field Tigers goal? playing in that game? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then they dropped a second flag. Wow. We'll see. The ball bounced to Zeisen Cam. He did a great job to get it away, and he ended up getting off a. Now, 59-yard punt, a but second we'll question about I'll, the flag. I'll have here. Is this a challengeable play? Should Pittsburgh State have it go against them? Can they challenge this play? I just missed the replay on the video board. Sure looked like it was Personal tipped. foul, roughing the kicker. Wow. Defense number 30. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic. First down. Wow. Huge break in this game early on for the Tigers. As well as that ball was punted, I don't think it was tipped. That ended up being almost a 60-yard punt. That's a good point. And so Forday State is going to get a first down via the penalty out to their own 48-yard line. I am no official. But do you think that's part of the conversation down there? It's like, guys, there's no way it could have gone that far yeah, that was if it was tipped. Great it, concentration by Zeisenkamp to take the snap off the bounce and boom it downfield. If there was no penalty, now. Pitt would have been inside the 8-yard line. Or about John was right line. on the sideline. John, do you have a better look? Yeah, it didn't look like it was deflected, but the white hat, the head official, said right away it was deflected, so he was overruled. Wow, interesting. All right, first and 10 Tigers at their own 48-yard line, leading 7-3. to three. Handoff goes up the middle. That's Jaquan. Oh, is that Tillerson there? Nope, that is Dixon again, my bad. Just Dixon with the gain of about two to the 50. Brought down by Eli Wilcox. So a gain of two. Fort A State is at midfield. They are up seven to three. They got a fourth down stop and then scored a touchdown in their opening possession. Pitt State answered with a 39-yard field goal. That's where we are with three minutes to go in the first. Well, if you're Fort A State, you definitely don't want to go into a shell on trying to attack this defense. That's what scored a touchdown the first time around. Bryson Smith split here to the left side. Cormany. Is the tight end, lines up in the slot almost like a fullback, and now movement up front on Philip Paris, the left guard tackle, and another key penalty instead of second and eight, it'll be second and 13. Well, Forte State is their own worst enemy right now. Did Full start, start, number 17, offense, five-yard penalty, second down. Well, they ruled it on the running back, but we did see Philip Paris move as well. Phil, Philip Paris is not going to, uh, to argue. <laughs> He's not going to argue, yes. So instead of second and eight, it's second and 13 now. Four days stay back to their own 45. Well, I guess if you keep converting and keep the drives alive, my little key before the game of controlling the clock definitely goes in <laughs> your favor. 2.38 to go here in the first. 7-3 Tigers, a good one here at Lewis Field. Big crowd, big student crowd across the way. Second down, 13. Pitt State shifts to a four, now five-man front. High snap. Dawson grathers it in, throws downfield. Cormany almost had the sliding catch of the 40. Couldn't hold on to it. It's incomplete, and now it's third down. Pitt State was jumping. They put five in the line of scrimmage. 
The snap was a little offline. Dawson did a good job to gather it in and almost made a nice completion, but now it's third down and 13. Now this is Fort Hay State not taking advantage of a 7-3 lead right now. Two penalties on this drive that have set back the course a little bit, and now the Tigers might get Bryson Smith one-on-one on the far side of this formation. They're two for four on third down. Three receivers left. Smith, who has a touchdown catch to the right. Dawson to throw. Looks that way. Now across the middle. It's behind Smith on a cross pattern. Travis, Dixon was open yeah. over in the right flat, and Fort A. State's going to have to punt. Yeah, and and Dick, or, uh, quarterback Jack Dawson on that drive, he got some happy feet on a couple of those throws. He had more time than what he thought and kind of danced and threw it behind the receiver. If he sets his feet, Dixon is wide open in the flat because of the threat of Smith one-on-one and took the safety out of that play. So Cameron Zeisenkamp, who had a 60-yard punt, Waved off because of a roughing. The kicker will be out there again. Fort A. State cannot take advantage of the penalty, and they'll have to punt it away officially for the first time. Good snap this time. Another good punt from Zeisenkamp. It's going to land out of bounds inside the 20. We'll see where they officially spot that ball going out of bounds as the line judge continues to run up the line right at the 20-yard line. So that'll be a 35-yard punt with no return, and Pitt State will start their third possession in their worst starting field position, their own 20. They'd been their own 41 and own 43 and only got three points out of it. Fort Hayes State just needs to regroup defensively here. First two drives have been yielding just three points, and the offense gets a chance to go back. And really, the offense needs to talk about hurting themselves. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Enjoy a Bud Light, but remember to do so responsibly. 7-3 Tigers, 2.09 to go here in the first. Pitt State with the ball at their own 20. Dotson to throw, quick hitter across the flat. It's caught across the 25 to about the 27-yard line. Mikhail Williams on the tackle on the completion to Colby Katsis, the freshman of the year last year in the MIAA. That'll be a gain of seven. Pittsburgh State is very okay with taking what the Tiger defense is giving them, and that is everything underneath. Gain of seven, second down and three. Gorillas on the left hash. Dotson in the shotgun. Squire lines up to his left. They'll play action. They'll dump it back to Katsis. He's got a first down out across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. So Katsis another catch. Kobe Rome over there. Mason Perez also on that tackle. They're going to mark him down at the 37-yard line. That's a 10-yard gain. We uh, have heard the town of Owasso, Oklahoma a lot in the MIAA, and that's just another product out of that location. First and 10, Gorillas, their own 37, a minute 10 to go here in quarter number one. Tigers on top, 7-3. to Dotson in the shotgun. Chandler, the running back, lining up to his left. Now the tight end, Steel Roaring, comes in motion. Dotson to throw. He's going to go deep downfield, and the ball is going to be intercepted. It is picked off by Kobe Rome. He was able to get in front of Colby Katsis, who had a little bit of an edge. But Rome, with great recovery speed, picks it off. And Fort A. State with their sixth takeaway of the year. Kobe Rome with the interception. 
the first of his career, and the Tigers have it at the, their own 19-yard line. Well, Fort Hay State saw something on film, and the defense remembered it because everybody dropped on that play, and it forced the quarterback to pump, reset his feet, and throw again, and that advantage you talked about that Katz has had was gone, and the safety had rolled over onto that top side to make that interception. Something in film this week tipped off the Fort Hay State Tigers. We talked about turnovers. Only 12 takeaways for the Tigers all of last season. They have six in not even five quarters this year. Three receivers near side. High snap to Dobson. He'll dump it in the flat. Caught by Dixon. Breaks an ankle tackle. He's got a first down across the 30. Then gets slammed to the turf at the 31-yard line. It'll be a first down and a gain of 11. Make it 12 to the 31. Tackle by Tedrick for Pittsburgh State. Tate Tedrick, Jr. And it's a gain of 11 and a first down. Make that a gain of 12 to the 31. Yeah, I feel like Fort Hay State needs to kind of take a page out of the Pittsburgh State book here and say, just take what the defense is giving you right now, which is everything underneath. First down and 10, Tigers leading 7-3. to three. Ten seconds to go here in quarter number one. This will be the final play. Dawson to throw. He's going deep downfield looking for Watts, and he overshoots him, and it was almost interception by Rico Payton, and I lied. There's four seconds left. We'll have one more play here in the first quarter. Well, the reason it could be the last play is because after the tackle out of bounds in college football now in this Division II level and MIAA, that clock doesn't stop. And so it continued to roll here at the end of the first quarter, trying to speed up the game. Going to be the end of the quarter. That's the end of the first quarter. 15 minutes in the book. Tigers 7, Gorillas 3. Back for quarter number 2 after this timeout of the Tigers Sports Network, built by PwC. Tigers up 7-3 to three as we get set to start the second quarter. They had the ball for 9-18 of that first quarter. Fort A State 93 yards of offense. The Gorillas 65. Fort A State ran 23 plays and have a takeaway, the first turnover of the season for Pittsburgh State. The Kobe Rome interception, but now it's third down and eight. Fort A State for their own 33-yard line. Tigers are starting the second quarter in the formation where they missed Dixon in the flat when he was wide open. Three receivers left, one here to the right. That is Jaden Horace. Snap back to Dawson. Steps up in the pocket. Now he's in trouble, and he's going to be sacked back of the 25. And the Tigers didn't pick up the blitz that time, and it came off the edge, and Dawson stepped right up into it. Unfortunately, it was going to be Dixon getting the ball in the flat once again, wide open. So first sack of the game for the Gorillas. They're going to actually mark it at the 28-yard line, but... Fort A State's going to have to punt it away for a second consecutive possession, leading 7-3 early on in quarter number two. Just not taking advantage of the situations, which is harder to do against the number three team in the country. (laughs) Yeah, they are pretty good, but I I hear you. Good snap back, and Zeisenkamp just got it away. High wobbly. It's going to be fielded at the 32-yard line on a fair catch by Peyton. So pretty good punt of 41 yards. No return, and Pittsburgh State will have the ball in good field position. Their own 33-yard line. Four-day State on top of the Gorillas, 7-3 here early in quarter number two. Well, and if you're Fort Hay State, you do feel a little bit that you're going to have to keep this a low-scoring ball game because Pittsburgh State, when they get those big leads, is when they really run the clock, and they go complete to the ground game. Two receiver, make that three receivers will be split over to the right side. One of them is Devin Garrison. They're tied in. They use him a lot like Kyle Cormany. He's a tight end, but they lined him up as a wide receiver a lot. Katz is here to the left side. 
Empty backfield for Dotson, who takes the shotgun snap. Dropping back, he has time, throws it in the flat, catches hazard the 40, sidesteps the Tiger and runs out of bounds at the 41-yard line for a gain of eight on first down. His feet are so good. Katsis, he makes that catch, and he doesn't make a big juke move. It's just a dance of the feet to the left and then immediately making that decision to go. We're going to mark him out of bounds at the 42, so that's an nine-yard gain, second and one. Three receivers right. Tied in here to the near side. That's Dallas Bond. Chandler, the running back, he'll line up to the right of Dotson, who takes the snap. And is going to keep it himself. The quarterback to midfield then slides at the Tiger 49. We'll see where they mark it. It's where you begin the slide, and they're going to say the 50-yard line. But it's a gain of eight, and it's a Pitt State first down. Yeah, that's just reading and riding that uh, that court, that uh, running back that's in there with you, Chandler Jr. that time in the backfield. And you're just waiting for somebody, whatever the quarterback's key is. And the Tigers have seen Pittsburgh State hand it off every single time. And the quarterback that time, Dotson, took advantage of it. Jamal Horn, the KU transfer, one of three receivers lined up in a triangle to the right side of the formation. Bogdan over there along with Katsis. Handoff goes to Chandler. And he's going to run around the right side and pick up about four to the Tiger 46-yard line. You feel like that this is starting to become a big push by the Pittsburgh State line. Tigers were going to need some depth today. Pittsburgh State will rotate their offensive linemen throughout the game, but they're good and they're athletic, and the Tigers are going to need some depth there today. Dimitri Scott in there at defensive tackle. He made that stop for Fort Hayes State. Tigers have a few new guys. Parrish Terry, who saw some action as a redshirt freshman from Total Oklahoma a week ago. He's in for Miles Benjes at defensive end. Pitt State down at the Tiger, 46, second down and six. Empty backfield for Dotson, takes the snap. He's going to dump it out of the flat, caught by Chandler. Great open field tackle by Sam Brandt. Hit him at the 43 and dropped him at the 43. It's only a gain of three. If he doesn't make that, that's a big play. That was perfect form tackling, and now the Gorillas face third down and three. Still one of the best stories out of Fort Hay State is Sam Brandt, special teams player, and because of all the injuries last year, he finally got his chance, and now he's making the most of it in a second year out on defense. Pittsburgh State 0 for 2 on third down tonight. They face third and three from the Tiger 43, down 7 to 3 with 11.55 to go until halftime. Jamal Horton, wide receiver, comes in motion to the left. Chandler gets the handoff. He bounces out to the left. He looks like he's going to have it. He needed to get to the 39, and he did. He needed to get to the 40, actually, and got to the 39. So they run it for the first down. John Johnson up there to make that tackle. The Dodge City product, maligned by injuries a year ago, and the Gorillas moved the chains. They're down to the Tiger 39. 7-3 Tigers, 11.25 to go here in a second. Their first third down conversion of this game. Yeah, they're they're one for three now. Tiger defense has been good tonight. Got a takeaway, got a fourth down stop. And now it's first and ten Gorillas at the Tiger 39-yard line. They fake a handoff, Dotson to throw. It's caught in the flat by Bogdan, and he's hit hard and loses two at the 41-yard line. He tried to spin back to the middle of the field, and he got decked. Mikel Williams there along with Miles Menges. A loss of two. It'll be second and 12. Yeah, Miles Menges is the one that's going to get him up high on the spin back in. But that is a kind of a, a naked boot rollout to the right side, and you're trying to get that offensive line to set up the, the screen play. But Fordace came screaming on the backside and blew up that play. That's what Gavin Hazelhorst does <laughs> on the defensive line. 
three wide receivers, one of them the tight end Garrison here to the left side. Katsis by himself to the right. Noah Hernandez now the running back. He'll line up to the right of Dotson who's in the shotgun. Hands it off to Hernandez. Loses his footing. Spins across the 40. Gets down to about the 38. And that's going to be it. Gain of only three. And now another big third down. Although Pitt may be in four down territory right there. I don't know if a Tiger actually tackled him or just lost his footing and hit the turf. And third down and nine now. Pitt State to the Tiger 39. That's at least three different running backs we've seen in the first half for Pittsburgh State. They'll run three. They've played five a week ago, but Chandler, Hernandez, and Squire, they're going to alternate all night long. They're going to mark it at the 38. It's third down and nine for the Gorillas. 7-3 Tigers, 9.45 to play here in the second. Empty backfield for the quarterback, Dotson. Takes the shotgun snap. He steps up, throws in the flat. It's caught, and no, it's knocked away. Katz has had it, and then he was hit hard by Travion Mitchell. The ball was jarred free. It's an incomplete pass, and now it's fourth down and nine. Does the Pittsburgh State Gorillas go for it here on fourth and nine? And right now, it looks like that's what they want to do. They bring Jake Bogdan onto the field, and the offense is still out there for fourth and nine. You're obviously not punting and you wonder about the field goal leg of the uh, of the kicker. 45 is his career high. It's a freshman. He did it a week ago. They were held to two field goals in the first half last week against Washburn. Three receivers left, one right. Shotgun snap for fourth down and nine. Dotson hit as he throws. It's caught, and Hernandez breaks out of a tackle, and he's got a first down to the 25-yard line. Forte State had that play stopped but could not make the tackle, and it's a first and ten for the Gorillas. Boy, they just got to Dotson, but he held his ground and just got rid of that ball in time. Well, not only did they get to the, the receiver, but they nearly had a sack in the backfield as well. Well, that is big for Pittsburgh State. Well, that was close to being a huge play for the Tigers in a second, fourth down stop, but the Gorillas convert, and they have it down to the 26. Inside, nine to go in the second, 7-3 Tigers. Dotson, a swing pass to Hernandez, cuts up the near numbers. He's taken down to the 20-yard line by Mikel Williams, and then Perez comes in to finish him off. And it'll be a gain down to the 19 of seven yards. Sam Brandt kind of looking at the official going, we got called for a, a holding penalty, just like how I got thrown down to the ground. He didn't say a lot, but he kind of gave a glance over to the official. So a gain on the play of seven. Second down and three, Gorillas. They're down to the 19 of Fort Hayes State trying to take the lead. It's 7-3 Tigers. Been a defensive, well-played game so far. Number four, they stay. We'll get the ball to yep. start the second half, too. Two receivers right, two here to the left. One of them tied in, Dallas Bond. Handoff up the middle, Noah Hernandez, and the Tigers plug the gap and bring him down. Not much room. John Johnson up there to fill the gap. Mikel Williams also in there and getting on the bottom of the pile. Evan Darville, short gain of maybe a yard to the 19. They're going to mark him at the 18. He gets one. And another third down in what could very well be four-down territory for Pittsburgh State. Third down and two at the Tiger 18-yard line. They are one for four on third down. That one conversion on this drive. Two tight ends set. Under center is Dotson. And they're going to hand it up the middle to Hernandez. He is hit and driven backwards. He does not have it. It'll bring up fourth down. He tried to bounce out to the right, and Fort A. State was able to plug the gap. Mikel Williams hit him, and now it's fourth down, and the Gorillas are going to go for it. 
As they quickly unpile, there is no gain on the play. They're going to go for it on fourth down, and they don't get it. The Tigers stuff them. They tried to run it up the middle, and they're stopped at the 20, at the 16. Or will they have it? They may give them enough progress. It's close. Where the near side official initially ran in, it looked like he was on the 17. Jonathan Zweigert is in line down there. What do you see, John? Yeah, guys, it's awful close. It's hard to see because of the giant pile. As it looks right now down the line, they're going to have to measure, but it's awful close. Yeah, he got a pretty – I mean, I'm going to say he got a break of spot, but they spotted right at the 16, which is the line to gain, and they're going to bring the chains in. They quickly unpiled, got to the line of scrimmage, ran the plagues in a simple run up the middle, and – Fort A State tried to shoot the gap, could not make the tackle behind the line of scrimmage, and we're going to have a chain measurement here with seven minutes to go. Gives us a chance to remind you our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, and remember to drink responsibly. It's going to be a first down, it looks like. Probably by about the half the length of the football. They still... Boy... Yep, yep, half, half the length, length of the ball. First down, Gorillas. Where the near side official ran in, it looked like it was going to be short, but where the far side official ran in, it's pretty much where he spotted it at. And so it's not it's it's not un it's not like they moved it forward no. much. Where the officials were running in, it, it was pretty close. Two fourth down conversions on this drive for Pittsburgh State. And a third down conversion. They're two for three on fourth down. And now have it down to the 16-yard line. Fort A State nearly got him off the field earlier on fourth down. This is play 13 on this drive, or four, 13 or 14 on this drive. Clock starts now, 6.58 and counting, 7-3 Tigers, but the Gorillas down to the Fort A State 16 and have a first down. Two wide, three wide receivers. Two of them are tight ends, Bond and Garrison, along with Jamal Horn to the left side. Katsis by himself to the right. Dotson to throw, plenty of time. Now he's going to run. Nope, he throws it late, and it's caught at the 11. Mikel Williams on the tackle. Dotson was going to run. Then the last minute found his running back, Chandler, at the 11-yard line, a completion of five, second down. Well, Pittsburgh State sets that play up with the two tight ends to the left because they want you to believe they're going to run a screen play to that side, and that's where the running back came out into the flats. Option number one is Katsis on that far side, one-on-one. Second is the run or that drop over the middle. Second down and five. The Gorillas down to the 11 of Fort A. State. Fort A. State on top, 7-3 here midway through the second. In motion comes Chandler, the running back. They set up a screen caught by Katsis, taken down to the nine. Another great open field tackle. That's Travion Mitchell. Boy, Fort A. State's tackling has improved. That's a big-time play there. Only a gain of two to the nine, and now another big third down. Well, and that was Travion Mitchell needing to shed the block of the receiver in front of him. He is the only one that could have stopped that from being a touchdown. 16th play of this drive, which started back at their own 33-yard line. The Gorillas have converted on third down and twice on fourth down as Jason Wallace comes back in for Evan Darville on that defensive front. Third down and three. Five and a half to go until halftime. Tigers up seven to three. They hand it off to Chandler, and he is hit and stopped at about the nine for no gain. Now what do the Gorillas do on fourth down? Oh, I go for it. If I'm Pittsburgh State, there is no part of me that thinks that the Tigers are going to stop you. And Tiger, Fort A. State did a good job on that right defensive end of shoving the left tackle in the backfield because that's who the running back ran into. Pittsburgh State's going to leave the offense out there for fourth down. They may call a timeout. Yep, they do. Well, their guy's got to be as yeah. tired as what Fort Hayes State is. This will be the 17th play of the drive. 
Fort A State had one play. Timeout. Pittsburgh State, their first charge of the half. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to five minutes and two seconds. They're going to add five seconds on the clock. This drive started. Fort A State ran one play and then punted to start this quarter. Pitt has had the ball the entire quarter so far and will face fourth down and three from the Tiger 9. It officially started at 14-13 for this drive for Pittsburgh State. So this is so far a 7-minute and 11-second drive. Washburn leads Missouri Southern 13-7. That game is at halftime in Topeka. One of three games around the MIAA tonight. The other big one in Maryville. And right now it's Emporia State leading 13-7 with 10.42 to go in the second. That's between a couple of top 25 teams. Northwest ranked number five and Emporia State number 18. As the Hornets try to end a 29-game losing streak to the Bearcats. They were close to doing that a year ago. Couldn't get it done at home, and it kept them out of the playoffs. Here it's fourth down and three for the Gorillas. Tigers are up 7-3 to three with 5.02 to go in quarter number two. And the we offense on a, the field. We haven't even had a media break yet. <laughs> and we're down to the five-minute mark. That's the type of quarter it's been. Pistol formation. Chandler behind the quarterback. Dotson for fourth and three. They've converted on two-fourths down this drive. Dotson to throw. Time in a pocket. Throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught. It's going to be a Pittsburgh State touchdown. A crossing pattern to the tight end, Dallas Bond. His first touchdown this year, third in his guerrilla career, and Pitt leads it 9-7 with 4.56 to go here in quarter number two. It's a late release by the tight end, Bond. He's on the right side of the formation, and he blocks to make you believe it's going to be a run play. And then he sneaks out of the backfield from the right hash and just slowly drags across the field for the catch, and Fort Hay State lost accountability for him. So the Gorillas get a touchdown on fourth down. They convert three times on fourth down. Schmidt's extra point is good. And Pittsburgh State has their first lead of the night. They're on top 10-7 to seven with 4.56 to go here in the quarter. We have a timeout of the field. 4.56 to play until halftime. 10-7 Gorillas on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Pretty impressive drive by the Gorillas. 17 plays, 67 yards, 9 minutes, 17 seconds, converted on third down once, three times on fourth down, including the nine-yard touchdown pass to Dallas Bond. Uh, and the big one was a fourth down where it looked like Fort Hay State had the tackle short of the a line of gain and just could not bring it down on that one-on-one -on -one tackle and it wasn't a bad tackle effort by any means it was a one-on-one -on -one play in the middle of the field so it's 10-7 gorillas remember four day state will get the ball to start the third quarter pitt won the coin toss and elected to receive so four day state a chance here to get back-to-back -back possession still 456 to go until halftime but a big possession you feel right now in this ball game for the Tigers. The offense has to do something with the ball here. They've had the ball twice up 7-3, to three, ended up punting twice. Both of the drives hurting themselves on penalties. Gentry Cole is the kickoff man, a guarded, guard, Goddard product, and he hits a high end-over-end -end kick that's going to go about six yards deep into the end zone. So the Tigers will get at their own 25-yard line, now trailing 10-7. First time they've trailed in this game. 
after Pitt State with that 17-play scoring drive. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to 4-Day State Football. Beers, wines, and spirits. Pick up a winner at Kaiser Liquor with two convenient locations in Hayes. Tiger Radio, Mix 103, KJLS, Hayes. The glass half full part of me says, if you told me it'd be 10-7 with the Tigers with the ball before halftime with about five minutes left in the quarter, I'd take it. Travis Dixon, the running back, lines up right at the quarterback. Dawson is in the shotgun, gets the snap, hands it off to Dixon, runs around the left side, breaks out of an arm tackle, tries to cut back to the middle of the field, and his take, nope, stays on his feet, gets to the 25. All of that for about a half of a yard. He started left, spun back to the right, and then gets taken down just across the line of scribbage, second down and a long nine. Well, Forte State seems to have gone into a bit of a shell. That 7 nothing lead, yet Jack Dawson rolling out, making decisions, looking for open receivers, and since then it's been a lot of runs up the middle against a stout Pitt State defense. They're going to give him one to the 26, second down and nine. 10-7 Gorillas with 4.20 to go here in the second. Two receivers right, one left, back to pass. Dawson has time. Now the quarterback throws it late. He's got his man, Cormany. The tight end of the 50. Busts out of the tackle, 40. And down to the Gorilla, 37-yard line. 37 yards on the completion. It's a first and 10 for the Tigers. And Cormany split two Gorillas at the 50 to add about 10 more yards on that play. Now they caught the tight end, or the Tigers caught Pittsburgh State not honoring the tight end. They've only targeted him one time, and it was a play that was kind of busted, and Cormany had to dive for the football. Alex Gaskell, the tackle for Pitt State. That's a big-time conversion, a big-time catch from the Colorado Springs tight end, Kale Cormany. First and 10 Tigers are in Gorilla territory, down by three with three and a half to go until halftime. Dixon started to the right, now lines up to the left of Dawson. Cormany in as a fullback. Dawson to throw up the far sideline. The ball is incomplete off the fingertips of Bryson Smith, who caught a touchdown pass on his first reception of the year. Pretty good coverage over there by the Gorillas, and it goes incomplete. That was, I think, Rico Payton in coverage, and it's incomplete, and now second down. Actually, that was Jalen Fuchsa. Second down and 10. Yeah, when Bryson Smith was trying to get out of his break at the 20, he got jammed up, and they did not call anything on that. That's what brought that route shorter than it should have been. Did a good job to get to the ball. Had a hand on it, but couldn't bring it in. Second down and 10. Three receivers right for Dawson. Shotgun snap. Has to throw it quickly. Has a man here in the near flat. It is caught, and a tackle broken by Horace. He's down to the 21, and a first down. He caught it the 30, broke a tackle to get the first down. They're going to say he's down to the 22-yard line. That's a 15-yard completion, and a first down for Forday State. Gaskell, the tackle for Pittsburgh State. Their two-time All-MIAA selection linebacker out of Webb City. And now they got Shane Watts coming in for a two-back set for the for the Tigers, and now they got Jack Dawson out there <laughs> slinging the ball around. Dawson in the shotgun. He's got Dixon to his left and Shane Watts to his right. Horace, who just had that catch, wide receiver left side. They give it to Watts. Cuts up the middle. He breaks the tackle 15. He's down to the 12. He'll be close to a first down. He's going to have it. 10-yard gain. For Fort A. State, Shane Watts, who led them in rushing a week ago. Fort A. State back inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. See their great selection of new and used equipment at farmimp.com. That's farmimp.com. First and 10 Tigers down to the Gorilla 12, trailing 10-7 with 2.14 to go here until halftime. Been a good one tonight. Horace and... 
Trevor Watts, wide receiver's right side. It's going to be a keeper, bootleg by Dawson. Throws it late. It's incomplete. No one really open. He tried to go to Trevor Watts, and more throwing that pass away. That was good coverage by the Gorillas, and it brings up second down. Jack has played a good game, but three times now he has missed the running back, Travis Dixon, open in the flat. That's also a play, though. I under, you know, Obviously, Jack has been thrown well on this, on this series. Jack had an edge. You get two or three yards, you're going towards the sideline. That's one where just take what the defense is giving. And he runs well enough. Second down and 10, down to the Gorilla, 12. Dixon, the running back. Trevor Watts, Jaden Horace, wide to the right. Hosea Stokes and Bryson Smith to the left, and they hand it up to Dixon up the middle, burrows his way inside the 10, still moving those feet to about the seven-yard line. That'll be a five-yard gain, a good, strong run up the middle by Dixon. And now it's third down and about three for Fort A. State. Give that offensive line a lot of credit because the blitz was coming and Fort Hay State ran right into the teeth of it. And the Tiger offensive line opened up just enough of a hole to get some positive yards. Third down, we're going to say five with the ball marked at around the seven-yard line. So a big third down here. Fort Hay State two for six on third down tonight. Two receivers not too far off the tackle here to the right side. Dixon, the running back. They're going to play action. Dawson at the back of the end zone. Great catch. Touchdown, Fort Hay State. Jaden Horace, who was well defended, holds it in. And the Tigers get the lead back with a minute 15 to play. Here in the second, it's 13 to 10. Tigers, two touchdowns tonight have come in the red zone on third down, and that was a dangerous throw. Good job by the wide receiver Horace to get up and go it. Fort A. State had Shane Watts wide open in the flat. I think Fort A. State is going to realize that for the second half and be able to use that to their advantage. Amadio Cordolo, the snapper. Matthew Segovia, the holder. Here's the extra point, and the kick splits the upright from Carson Art, and Fort A. State answers the Gorillas with a touchdown. They're second of the night, and they're now back on top, 14-10. Eight plays, 75 yards Media timeout. in 341, and you hear the media break. We'll be back in a minute. This is Fort A. State football on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. If you haven't heard, we'll go quickly downstairs to Jonathan Zweigert. Yeah, to, to add to Dustin's point, there have been a couple of times where Travis Dixon's been open in the flat. He came to the sideline on one of the plays you're talking about and said, hey, I'm wide open. They're doing exactly <laughs> what we know they're doing. Throw me the football. And then that little high five and said, I got you and we're good. So, all good. All you, right. you like that, though, right? Yeah, that's what it's about. From, from teammate to teammate going, hey, we're not getting everything that we can. And uh, at least now it seems like it's all in good. Well, that's you forget Dawson's just a sophomore, that maturation process. High short kick from Arndt. It's going to be fielded at the 30-yard line. Fort A. State covers it a little bit better. A return out to the 38 for 39. Pitt's going to have pretty good field position here. Still a minute 12 to go until halftime. Fort A. State back on top now, 14-10. to 10. And the Gorillas will start at their own 38-yard line. Yeah, the uh, the Pittsburgh State Gorillas feeling this thing a little bit. There was some extracurricular after the play. The Pittsburgh State player was trying to get up off of the field. A Tiger was the last person on the tackle. He's trying to get up as well. There's a little jostling, we'll call it, after the play because there was no flags thrown. Who knows how this game ends, but one thing we found out here in the first half, Fort A. State came to play, and we wondered going in, how much better are they? They kind of answered the call so far. A lot of football left, but you got to like what you've seen up to this point. Three receivers right, one here to the left for the Gorillas. 
as Dodson wants to throw. He dumps it across the middle to his running back, Hernandez, and he's out across the 50 and down to the 48-yard line. John Johnson, the tackle, but that'll be a first down and a gain of 14 for Pittsburgh State. This is a tired defense. They just came off a long drive, and Pittsburgh State already is back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they don't waste any time running plays. They're going to try to score here before halftime. We're inside a minute. Dotson to throw. He's got time across the middle. The ball's going to be caught by one hand. Garrison, the All-American, he made a handful of those a year ago, and he hauls it in at the 28-yard line and a first and 10 on a 20-yard completion. I think Fort Hay State. Well, there's whistles. I thought maybe Fort Hay State was taking a timeout. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to 52 seconds. The clock should have stopped on the first down. We're inside two minutes. First game for everybody here at Lewis Field Stadium. Getting used to the new rule. But inside two minutes, it does stop on first down, so they get it reset. Does give the Tiger defense maybe a chance to catch their breath. First and ten. Gorillas from the 28. Handoff around the right end to Hernandez. Mikel Williams wraps him up and eventually brings him to the turf at the 23. And now I think Pitt State may call a timeout. That last play for Pittsburgh State was a 21-yard pass play. That was their their longest play of the game so far. Oh, Pitt's going to run a play. The official blew the play dead to set the ball. Here's a pass out of the flat incomplete. That was a throwaway by Dotson because Fort A. State had everybody well covered. 31 seconds left, second down and five. Well, third and five, third down has not been the issue for the Fort A. State defense. It's been fourth. It's been fourth down. Pitt's converted that 17-play scoring drive, their last possession, four, three fourth down conversions, including the touchdown pass. Here it's third down and five. 31 seconds left here in the second quarter, 14-10 Tigers. Three receivers split here to the left, one to the right. Dotson with Hernandez to his left, takes the shotgun snap, throws it in the flat. It's his tight end, Garrison. He's got a first down to about the 11-yard line, 12-yard completion, and that'll stop the clock here as they set the play or set the ball with 26 seconds to go. They're going to mark about the 12. Their second charge to the half. So Pitt State's going to call the timeout after the first down. Simple play for Pittsburgh State, get the inside position by the tight end, but they knew that they were just going for the first down and then calling timeout. If he scored, great, obviously. That, that's the, the optimal outcome for Pittsburgh State, but they wanted to get this in a little closer, then start using your full complement of timeouts. If Pittsburgh State had used one prior to this, you're looking more sidelines. You may not be quite as willing to go to the middle. That's pretty smart gamesmanship by Pittsburgh State. Big student crowd here tonight. Not a, not a, I mean, it's not a sellout, but it's a good crowd. Chiefs playing. That's keeping fans home. Thursday night, a lot of activities, but a good crowd. And again, kudos to the Tigers students. They were great even last year in a subpar year with only three wins. Their section is overflowing over there on the East Stadium, and they've made themselves a big part of this ball game. Now, can they help this defense get a stop? Pitt State's in field goal range, but you know they would like to get a touchdown back here and retake the lead. Fort A. State was up 7-0, got a fourth down stop, then Jack Dawson hit Bryson Smith on a 12-yard completion. Tigers could not take advantage of a roughing the kicker and an interception, and then eventually scored after Pitt State's 17-yard TD drive, which put them up 10-7. 14-10 Tigers, first and 10 Gorillas at the Tiger 12. Pistol formation for Dawson, who's got two receivers to his right. Hernandez, the running back behind the quarterback, who takes the snap. Dropping back, looking to his right, dumps it in the flat. Hernandez wide open at the 10, and the Tigers bring him down out of bounds at the 7. Good pursuit over on the far side of the field by Travion Mitchell on that stop. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 7. So that is a gain of 5 on that play. 
Clock stopped, 19 seconds to go in the second. Pittsburgh State knows that Fort Hay State is protecting the end zone. They're okay giving up a field goal, so what's underneath is what is going to be open. And now Pittsburgh State brings in the tight end package where they bring in Bond on that right side. He scored a touchdown on this exact formation on their prior drive. He split with Katzis to the left side of the formation. Shotgun this time for Dodson. Takes the snap, looking right. He dumps it in the flat. It's offline and incomplete. Tried to go to Hernandez. Even if Hernandez catches that, Mikel Williams was right there. That play was going to lose yardage. And now it's going to bring up a third down and five. Well, that is a read and react for the quarterback. And if your first read isn't there, you're dumping down into the flats. You have uh, one timeout left, and then you've got the uh, the 15 seconds on the clock, so that kind of makes it you don't have a, a lot of time to waste back in the pocket. 14-10 Tigers, 15 seconds to go until halftime. Receiver right, receiver left for Dodson in the shotgun. He's got Hernandez to his left, and now Katz is in motion. Play action. Dodson to throw, being chased to his right. He throws it away. Fort A. State got pressure on him. Jason Wallace was able to get by his man and leaked into the backfield and forced Dotson to throw it away. And now it's fourth down. Pitt State converted three times. They're going to go no for the for points here. The quarterback was out of the pocket. Ten seconds left, and the Gorillas bring the field goal unit on. I don't know the propensity for Pittsburgh State to fake something. They did but this, last week. This, but feels, <laughs> this feels like a spot that you would see that. It's going to be a 24-yard field goal. Ball is on the right hash. Schmidt hit a 39-yarder. Earlier in the game, good hold, good snap. The kick is up, line drive, and good. So Pittsburgh State able to score right before the end of the half. There's still six seconds to go, and it's now Fort A. State 14, Pittsburgh State 13. Gorillas score, but Tigers still have the lead. Remember all those years when Fort Hay State was trying to climb the MIAA, and I'm talking the early years when things weren't great. Fort Hay State mantra on defense was bend don't break and that's what Fort Hay State did when it looked like Pittsburgh State was marching down to maybe score an easy touchdown they got big plays chunk plays 13 yards 21 yards converted on third down middle of the field with your full complement of timeouts and the Tiger defensive line was able to disrupt a couple of plays that potentially could have scored touchdowns so you really like the way that the defense stood up and they were able to to force a field goal attempt Fort A. State has held Pitt to 49 rushing yards in the first half so far. They had over 200 for the game a week ago. These are two coaches that they're going to see halftime stats, maybe, maybe not. But neither are going to be happy about 49 rushing yards, and for Fort Hay State, 33 rushing yards. Two guys who like to run the ball have passed for a combined 268 tonight. That makes sense. Trevor and Shane watch the brother tandem back to receive the kickoff. It's going to be high and end over end, and Watts is going to field it at the three. That's Trevor up the near numbers to the 15, gets hit hard and spun down at the 21 with two seconds to go. And Fort A State's going to run one play. and That play better be a knee. Exactly. That's what they're going to do more than likely. and Call it good going into the locker room. Right now up 14-13. Well, Fort A. State played this half as well as you could in, in, in for drives, if, if you'll follow me for a second. They essentially broke serve. 
They held on that fourth down, then went down and scored. And the team who wanted the ball, because they wanted to go take the early lead. They wanted to pound it down and be able to get that early lead. Tigers broke serve and were able to hold that then for the rest of the half. Dawson takes the snap, downs it on the knee, and we have arrived at halftime. A good one tonight here at Lewis Field. Halftime and the home opener in the Fort A State Tigers have a 14-13 lead over the third-ranked Pittsburgh State Gorillas. We will take a break. Our Big Events halftime show is next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. 14-13, Fort A State with the lead. Gerard Walbrock, Dustin Armbruster, Jonathan Zweiger, Joel Shorman, our producer and engineer back at the Tiger Network Studios. We talked about it earlier in the half. Good first half. Tigers up 14-13. If we told you that before the game, you'd take it. But, boy, we talk about it all the time. That first possession is big in the second half, that third quarter. But you really feel it's really big in this one right here tonight for Fort A. State will get the ball. You saw how big the first possession of the game turned out to be because of Pittsburgh State taking the football, not converting on fourth down, and the Tigers scoring. So now if you're Fort Hay State, you kind of get that that double whammy here by being able to take them uh, if you can go score and do something with it. Because then you got the option if you're Fort Hay State, you can go up by eight, you can go for two, and make things a little more tricky. And uh, and Fort Hay State in, in this second half, you got to imagine offensively, there's a few adjustments to make, but I think mainly it is checking the, the flats, giving what the defense is going to give you or taking what the defense is going to give you I wonder what Pittsburgh State has to be able to change to it didn't seem like they missed on many opportunities in the first half I would think that they'd like to come out in that heavy set that multiple tight end set because that's the one that Fort A State really had trouble with Watts and Watts, Trevor and Shane, the brothers from DeSoto back to receive the the, uh, kickoff here to start the third quarter 14-13, Fort A State answered after Pitt State drove for a touchdown, got one, and then the Gorillas had a field goal at the very end of that first half. So here we go, second half of football from Lewis Field, the home opener. It's been a good one. High end over end kick, a deep kick. It'll land about seven yards in the back of the end zone and roll out, and Fort A State will start at their own 25-yard line. First touch of the game, or the third quarter for Fort A State as they will try to add to a one-point lead. Been a good half, and Fort A State's going to have Brandon Kerr at center. He missed last week's game. He was out in concussion protocol, but passed it this week and got the start here tonight. And the credit of the offensive line, they're young. They got some experience here. Go, They had a pretty good first half. And they've really kept Jack Dawson clean for the most part. One just yep. true sack. Dawson's had to run a number of times. Two receivers right, one left. Dixon, the running back. There's going to be a screen pass. It's caught by Trevor Stokes, or excuse me, Trevor Watts. He breaks out of a tackle, gets a short gain to about the 27, maybe the 28. Jack Berkeley there on that tackle for the, or Barkley, I should say, on that tackle for Pittsburgh State. Short gain of about three seconds down and seven here on the first play of quarter number three. It's been an uphill battle after first down for Fort Hay State all game. All but three of their first down plays, and they've had 12 of them, have resulted in them having third down and seven or longer. Smith, who has a touchdown catch along with Stokes and Trevor Watts, wide receiver left side. They run a screen pass, caught by Watts, breaks a tackle, gets a block downfield. He's got a first down across the 40, and then shoved out of bounds on that gorilla sideline at the 41-yard line. That'll be a 13-yard gain. Jalen Fuchsa, 
the tackle and give the new guy, Bryson Smith, some credit. Good downfield block, and that got him free for the first down and more. You want to play for Coach Al McRae in Fort Hay State University in the wide receiver spot? You better block. If he doesn't, he'll come off the field, and he blocked the same guy twice but did a good job of disengaging when that play was going back to the middle. When it came back to him, got back on the block. First and ten Tigers at their own 41. First possession of the third quarter. They're going from left to right, and a pass batted down, almost intercepted. Alex Gaskell, the linebacker, got through in a hurry. Fort A. State had were setting up a little cross pattern, and it was there, but Gaskell broke it up by deflecting the pass, and it's second and ten. It's the right play. Jaden Horace ran to the spot that the uh, that the linebacker had come from. If that pass is completed, Horace is one-on-one with a safety for a touchdown. But Pittsburgh State is bringing pressure and lots of it off the edges. Fans seeing the Tigers for the first time may notice the numbers on the right side of the helmet, the jersey number, then the full-color Tiger logo on the left side. A new look this year with a tapered stripe down the front. Second down and 10. Tigers from their own 41. Hand off to Dixon up the middle. Not a lot of running room as he gets stacked up. Maybe a yard. That's going to be about it. He didn't have a whole lot of room to go. And it was Zach Kanan getting the start tonight for the injured middle linebacker Luke Jennings in on that tackle. Gain of only one. We'll say two, and it's third down and a long eight. Tigers were three for seven in the first half on third down. Again, blitzing with was Alex Gaskill, the linebacker. Let's see if they bring him a fourth consecutive play. Tigers at the 42. They face third down and eight. They were three for seven on third down in the first half. Shotgun snap. It's a draw play to Dixon. Breaks a tackle. Puts a foot on the turf or a hand on the turf. But he's going to be short of the first down by about three yards. His knee hit at the 47. He picks up only five. And now it's fourth down and four. And Fort A. State's going to have to punt this one away. It was a good play call because Pittsburgh State brought pressure off the edge and they got the defensive ends to go too deep and so you've got the extra guys up the middle it was jack barkley the linebacker who just made a fantastic tackle so fort a state gets a first down but now they'll have to punt leading 14 to 13 with 12 and a half minutes to go in the first or third quarter cameron zeisen another good punt spiral kick taken at the 10 yard line returning here near side is Horn, and he brings it to the middle of the field and taken down at about the 22-yard line. So he gets a 12-yard return after the 43-yard punt from Cameron Zeisenkamp. And the Gorillas now down a point. will have the ball for the first time here in the third quarter. Certainly seemed like on that drive that the, the, the pendulum swung back the other way on that pass that was batted down at the line of scrimmage. That was one of those 50-50 plays, right, where if it works out for Fort Hayes State, they're across midfield. If it works out for Pittsburgh State, you're putting Fort Hayes State behind on their play calling. First and 10 for the 22 for the Gorillas. Down a point, 14-13. Dotson will line up at the quarterback spot in the shotgun. He's got Antoine Squire to his right. He's going to run a swing pass. It's caught over there in a the flat by Roaring. Or is that uh, that was uh, Jack Roberts, the wide receiver? Or nope, that was number 11, excuse me, Jake Bogdan, who caught that pass. His helmet came off as he gets knocked out of bounds at the 29-yard line. That's going to be a seven-yard gain. Miles just over there along with Mikel Williams on the tackle. Interesting to see both teams come out with essentially the same thought process. Yeah. Throw it into the flats, try to get your guys one-on-one with some good blocking. They want both defenses have played well tonight. This has been a really good football game for week number two. And as it's turning out, it's going to be a key game in the MIAA, it appears. 
Second down and three for the Gorillas. Dotson in the shotgun with Squire to his left this time. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. And that's actually Ty Pennington in a quarterback. And he throws a first down pass in the flat to Jack Roberts. So Ty Pennington, excuse me, is the quarterback right now for Pittsburgh State. And that's going to be a first down completion to the 34-yard line on a gain of five. The tackle by Travion Mitchell. And what do they do regardless of quarterback? Go quickly after a first down. They played both of these guys a week ago, so Pennington gets the start here in quarter number three. First and ten Gorillas, their own 34. Pennington fakes a run. He's got his running back wide open across the middle. Antoine Squire across the 50 and all the way down to the Fort Hayes State 42 yard line. That is going to be a Pitt State first down. Caleb Pillow there getting that tackle for the Tigers along with uh, Kobe Rome, but big time play of 26 yards and a first down. That's her biggest play of the game so far, and they'll take a little extra time, but that's maybe the one thing Fort A State defensively has not done well as they lose track of guys coming off the line of scrimmage, or that time, the backfield. Darville, Wallace, Hazelhorse, and Menges in there on that defensive line. Tigers bring a corner blitz. The Gorillas run right at it, and Squire has a first down as he angles to his left, takes it all the way down to the 29-yard line. 13-yard gain, and now the Gorillas getting some chunk plays on their first drive of the third quarter, down a point with 10 and a half to go. The Tigers came with the quarter blitz. They ran right at it and get a big play for a first down. And the Fort A State is going to continue to go blitzing. They have got to get home on one of them. First and 10, Gorillas down to the Tiger, 29, 14-13 Tigers. Remember a week ago, it was 6 to nothing at halftime. Pitt State over Washburn, and they blew it open with a 21-point fourth quarter. First down and 10, they bring the tight end, Kirby, in motion. And now the quarterback's going to run and slide at the 30. He brought it out. That was Dotson back in there. And he's going to lose a yard to the 30-yard line as he ran to the left, and there was nothing there, and he wisely... Slides to avoid the contact. Kill Williams, the closest Tiger there in pursuit. Second down and 11 at the 30. That was a good job by the Tigers on the backside of that play to stay at home. Tigers got a first down on their possession but had a punt. Now the Gorillas down to the Fort A. State 30, trailing by a point, 14-13 with the nine and a half to go into third. Play action. Dotson under pressure, steps up in the pocket, throws it late, and it's bobbled and incomplete. Tried to go to Bogdan, and that was some good coverage down there. Kobe Rome is right there. He's got an interception. Mason Perez was also there to knock it free, and it's now going to bring up a third down at 11. Good coverage by Fort A. State. I can't believe Dotson didn't run. He had a ton of room in front of him. And then just held up. Fort A. State got some pressure in his face. They ran a little stunt with Gavin Hazelhorse going over top of the tackle, and the Tigers just couldn't get there, and it left open a lane for Dotson. Third and 11, but this could very well be four-down territory for the Gorillas. Three receivers bunched in a triangle to the left, one to the right. Now the tight end. Bond goes in motion. They throw it across the middle. A great open field tackle by Mikel Williams on the completion to Colby Katsis at the 24-yard line. It's a gain of six, and it's now fourth down, and it looks like the Gorillas are going to go for it. Remember, they converted three times on fourth down on that 17-play touchdown drive in the second quarter. That ate up over nine minutes. That's a play call by the Gorillas that they knew they were going for it on fourth down. Three for four on fourth down today, all on that drive. Now it's fourth and five from the Tiger 24-yard line. Key play here in the middle of the third. Empty backfield for Dotson, who's in the shotgun. He's got three receivers, one of them running back. Noah Hernandez here to the left. 
Two receivers to the right. Four down linemen for the Tigers. There's the snap. Dotson the throw. Goes to the end zone. It's going to be caught. Is it a touchdown? It is a touchdown for Pittsburgh State. It's the All-American tight end, Devin Garrison, on fourth down and five. He got it to the pylon and scores. Fort Hay State cannot handle the tight ends of Pittsburgh State. They have scored both of the receiving touchdowns here, and uh, both to that north end zone, and it was just a bigger guy going up and getting the football. So the All-American tight end... With a touchdown, both Pitt State touchdowns caught by their tight ends tonight. And now the extra point is up and good for Boston Schmidt. And both of their touchdowns on yeah. fourth down. So the Gorillas are up 20-14 to 14 with 8.32 to go here in quarter number three. And we have a timeout. 8.32 to go in the third. Gorillas 20, Tigers 14 of the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Hey, Tiger fans. Fort Hayes State University home. Fort Hayes State University. In Plainville and Wichita. This is the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger football brought to you in part by Golden Bell Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Bell Bank of Ames and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbellbank.com. Our third quarter presented by Bushlight, proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy a nice cold Bushlight today, but remember to drink responsibly. This is a big mental drive for Fort Hayes State because this is where the number three ranked team just stopped you, scored immediately, took the lead. We're about to find out the maturation of a young football team on this drive. Here comes the kickoff, high and shorter this time. It's going to be returnable, and a fair catch is going to be called for by Trevor Watson. The Tigers will have it at their own 25-yard line. So Fort A. State got a first down on their first possession of the third, but the drive stalled as they got up to near the 45-yard line, and now they'll get it for the second time. And they trail by 6, 20 to 14. Florida State doesn't look like that they really plan on returning a kick no. at all tonight. They have seen something either in their own uh, their kickoff return game or the Pittsburgh State kicking game that made them go, let's eh, fair catch it tonight. First down and 10, Tigers from their own 25. Dawson in the shotgun. Dixon, the running back, gets the carry right up the middle. Not a lot of running room. He maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. And well, right now, that front defensive line for Pittsburgh State kind of bowing their necks. A one-yard gain to the 26-yard line. It's second down and nine. And whole host of gorillas there on that tackle. In all but uh, three of the 15 first down plays Fort Hayes State has had tonight has been three or fewer yards. So the Tigers are just, they're behind in calling second down before they can ever get a drive going. How about Pitt State? All of their scores tonight on fourth down. Two touchdowns, two field goals. Second down and nine, Tigers. Dawson to throw. He's being chased. Got rid of it as he's hit. And he's got a man. It's tipped up in the air. Almost a diving catch. It was intended for Hosea Stokes. It got deflected up into the air by Antoine Nunn. And then Stokes almost able to run it down off the deflection, but it went just off his fingertips, and now it's third and nine. That is a big-time throw by Jack Dawson. He had a defensive tackle barreling down right in his face. Made a great throw 
and it's one. It's easier to stand up here and say it than to do it. You want to knock off the number three team in the country. That's a catch you just have to make. Boy, it was deflected up into the air, and Stokes looked like he was going to be able to run under, and it was just a little bit out of his grasp. Big third down here. Tigers just three for eight tonight, third and nine. Here comes the blitz. The ball batted up into the air, and it's incomplete. Pitt State got pressure up the middle, and... Bats that ball away, and now Fort Hayes State's going to have to punt on fourth and nine. Yeah, Pittsburgh State knew what was coming, and Fort Hayes State just could not execute that one well enough. And you know, the Tigers go run, and you get just one yard on first down. Pittsburgh State also knows that you're throwing the football on the next two plays. Well, Fort Hayes State's going to punt for a second consecutive possession, down 20-14, to 14, and... Since the momentum turning right now, now the defense going to be asked to come up with some big-time plays. Zizen Cam back inside the 15-yard line. Pitt will not come after it. High, wobbly kick. It's going to be fielded at the 30, and Peyton stays on his feet, cuts to the middle of the field, and taken down to the 31-yard line. Ryan Allen in special teams coverage, a good open field tackle, a return of only Two yards on the 44-yard punt. I made a timeout. And we'll have a timeout. It comes with 7.35 to go here in the third. Tigers down 20-14, to 14 and the Gorillas have the ball at their own 32. When we come back on the Tigers Sports Network, built by PWC. This is Colby Shippers with Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. I'm sure you know. First and 10 Gorillas at their own 32-yard line. They lead the Tigers 20 to 14 with 7.35 to go in the third. Grayson Holbert in for the first time. He comes around in motion. The quarterback keeps it and gets knocked down to the 30. He's going to lose he, a couple of yards. Slid. The 30, yeah, just fell down. So two-yard loss to the 30, second down and 12. Big possession here for the Tiger defense trying to keep the Gorillas off the board, down six. I don't know that that was supposed to be a keeper by the quarterback. I think he was supposed to give that one on the end around because the guy yeah. who was supposed to get the football looked less than happy after that play. Cats is a wide receiver here to the near side along with the tight end Garrison who caught a touchdown in the last possession. Horn in motion, back to pass, Dodson across the middle, and it's going to be caught by Garrison, makes the Tiger miss, he's at midfield, and up the sideline and down to the Fort A State 45-yard line on a 25-yard pass completion and a first down for Pittsburgh State. John Johnson comes hobbling out of the game. Fort A State has got a dilemma right now. They can't handle the deep, or the uh, the tight ends, and they can't get pressure on the quarterback. Silas Etter, who led them in tackles a week ago, comes in. Here's a screen pass caught by Katsis, and he's taken down at the 40-yard line here in front of the Fort A State bench. And there's an injured gorilla. Oh, boy. And he is... Hardly moving right now. That tackle is made by Parrish Terry. And one of the Gorillas is down. Injured offensive player. Right in front of the Tiger bench. That is Jamal Horn, the Miami, Florida senior, the transfer from KU. I think he was the blocker. I think he was. On that play, and I wonder if he got rolled well, up. kind of the way that play went because Terry was coming from the backside, and there was a pile there as he went for the ankles to bring him down, and now they've rolled Horn onto his back. Boy, you hate to see that. Pitt State players taking a knee across the field and those who are on the field. Four-day State athletic training staff was right there to help out. They're looking like they're working on a lower leg. They were kind of blocked a little bit, but it looks like one of the legs 
is what they're attending to. And Horn is getting up. Let's go downstairs real quick, Jonathan Zweiger. Yeah, you see Devin Garrison standing next to him looking really concerned as Horn does get up with the help of the training staff. It was Garrison who rolled up on his knee, and they were checking that knee for that looseness, which is never a good sign. Uh, not putting a lot of weight on it as he walks off the field, and you're right. He was blocking, and Garrison was using that block, and those two just it's, sometimes it's unfortunate. Halftime, they've had a weather delay. They finally have arrived at halftime in Maryville, 13-10. Emporia State on top of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats who will be here at Lewis Field next Saturday night for a 7 o'clock kick. What did you say before the game? was like 1847 the last time Emporia State beat Northwest Missouri State? <laughs> Cl- it, it was close, 1994, okay. but, yeah, it, it was close. 29 straight times Emporia State's lost to Northwest. And Emporia State has had some phenomenal teams. Oh, yeah. Some of those teams. have been in the playoffs. Last year it was the final game of the year. Came down to the very end and... Northwest escaped and got to the playoffs because of it. So Horn is out with the injury. Garrison left the field as well. Katsis, wide receiver here to the near side. They've got two split to the far. One of them, Jack Roberts. Dotson with two backs around him in the shotgun on second down and four. Takes the snap, looks right. He's going to run the ball. He's got room to the 35 and slides there. Dotson doesn't want anything to do with contact, does he? (laughs) As soon as anybody gets close, they're going to mark him at the 36. Again, it's where you begin your slide is where you get marked down, not where your knee hits. So short of the first down marker, it's going to bring up a third down and one. Make no decision. This is four-down territory for Pittsburgh State. They're two for nine on third down, four for five on fourth with two touchdowns. Two receivers right, one to the left for third and one from the Tiger 36-yard line. Pit up 20 to 14. There's a handoff to Squire. He finds his way across the right, and he's got a first down. Caleb Pillow the tackle, but not before he gets it down to the 32-yard line. Four-yard gain and a conversion on third down for the Gorillas. Caleb Pillow has to come out of the game. He lost his helmet at the end of that tackle, but that time, Fort A. State had a couple of guys run right by the running back as he got the handoff in the backfield. Pillow getting the start tonight for Ty Cooper, who is not with the team this evening. 20-14, to 14, Fort A. State trailing. Pitt State, though, with the ball up by 6 and 5, 20 to go, and they're down at the Fort A. State 31-yard line is where they're going to mark that, a 5-yard gain. This is where Pitt State is the best yeah. of our offense when they have the lead and they're milking the clock. They, they had that long nine-plus-minute drive that ate up 17 plays earlier. Dotson to throw, time in the pocket, now being flushed to his right or to his left. He's going to run out of bounds. He'll stretch the ball forward to get an additional yard to about the 28. Is where he's forced out of bounds. Good coverage by the secondary. Nobody open. Dotson just tucked it and ran. And where are they going to mark him at the 27? It'll be second down, and let's say the 28-yard line, second down and seven. Big possession here for Fort A. State's defense trying to keep the Gorillas from adding to their six-point lead. Gerard, you, 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 you feel the dilemma that Fort Hay State is in right now. They can't get pressure on the quarterback. They're having trouble marking the tight ends, and now that's leaving the running game open underneath. Third down, seven. Play clock down to two. Dodson takes the snap, dropping back. He throws it to the end zone. There's some incidental contact. The receiver fell down, but no penalty. It was coverage downfield by Benny Williams. 
A backup cornerback, he got his feet tangled up with the intended target over there. Incidental contact, no flag. The pass intended for Bogdan, and now it's third down and seven for the Gorillas. And it probably saved a touchdown, that incidental contact, because the wide receiver, Bogdan, had some had a gap. And here comes that tight end package for the uh, for Pittsburgh State. They bring in Steele Roaring this time. Still working on John Johnson here on the Tiger sideline. He's been out this series. When he's got some help standing yeah. right now. Third down and seven for the Gorillas. Play action. Dotson throws it. A crossing pattern, and Fort A State's there. Close to the first down marker. Well, that's a good route run by the receiver, Cam Gillespie. He hadn't played much tonight. The redshirt freshman out of St. Louis gets to the marker. He needed the 21. He gets the 21. It's a first down. Uh, that's, a, that's a route underneath by the tight end. It clears out the linebacker, and then just right off of his hip is the wide receiver, basically running the same route just right behind him. And, uh, and that re- requires the cornerback to have dropped in coverage. He then has to come over the top of that route, and it's just too late. Benny Williams, the tackle Williams in there right now for Travion Mitchell. First down and 10, the Gorillas down to the 19-yard line. They set up a wide receiver screen, and Benny Williams breaks it up. The pass completed to Katsas, and he is hit immediately right at the 19-yard line. Short gain of two, second down and eight for the Gorillas. This is a perfect drive for Pittsburgh State. They're keeping the chains going on third down. They're killing the clock up by six you're getting into field goal range where you can take a two possession lead even if you only get three points 20 to 14 gorillas down to 317 here in the third three receivers split to the left including the tight end devin garrison who has a touchdown catch tonight Two to the right. It's an empty backfield for the quarterback, Chad Dotson, out of Jacksonville, Florida. Screen pass set up to Roberts. He has it in the left flat, and he's going to have a first down inside the 10, all the way down to the Fort Hays State 8-yard line. It's a completion of 11 and a first and goal for the Gorillas. Sam Brandt down on the play with what you hope is cramps. Jonathan Zweiger has it on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, guys, that's what it looks like. You mentioned to Travion Mitchell. They were working on his lower leg. Looked like they were trying to work out some cramps uh, also. Shane Watts has been, uh, Trevor Watts has been dealing with that as well. So it's one of those things defensively where it looks like maybe the time of possession starting to take its toll on the Tiger defense a little bit. Yeah, never really had many cramping issues on a warm, humid night in Tahlequah last Thursday, but a little bit different here tonight as they continue to attend to Sam Brandt. 2.52 to play, and the Gorillas up by six. Just a methodical drive down the field right now. Trying to really put the screws on the Tigers here late in the third quarter. Tigers led 14-13 at the half, but they're down 20-14 now. Reminder that your team will look like champions with apparel from Redeem Designs on Vine and Hayes, whether it's on the field or in the office. Let the Redeem team help. 22-04 Vine and Hayes, Redeem Designs, great design delivered. Our third quarter brought to you by Bush Light, proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy a nice cold bush light today, but remember to drink responsibly. Gerard, we I think we're seeing what we worried about this week coming into the game. How much depth does Fort Hay State have? 
and how many players can they rotate in, and, and cramps or not, but because Pittsburgh State usually commands the time of possession, and that nine-minute nine drive really shifted mm-hmm. how that first half went because Fort A. State was heavy in the favorite of number of uh, minutes of time of possession because even after that nine-minute drive, Pittsburgh State was only up two minutes in time of possession. That really shifted how this game has gone, gone along, and I wonder if you're starting to see the Fort A. State defense get a little tired here in the second half because the offense has not moved the ball in half number two. Missouri Southern up 30-23 to 23 over Washburn tonight in Topeka. First and goal, Gorillas. There is going to be a handoff. The end around this time goes to Grayson Holbert. He'll take it in for the score. And Pitt State now leads 26-14 to with 2.37 to go in the third. Remember the play in the first uh, earlier, either on the last drive or the early part of this drive when uh, he was not happy that he got the he didn't get the football? Uh, he handed it off. The uh, quarterback handed it off this time. Different quarterback. That was uh, Pennington. Now Dotson does make the handoff on the end around. And Pittsburgh State's going to go for two, trying to make it a full two-possession lead here, or at least a two-touchdown lead of 26-14. to 14. So the Gorillas, who were down 14-10, to 10, come back with 16 unanswered. Back to pass Dotson with a two-point try, and it's no good. Overshot his intended target. That was Jack Roberts in the back of the end zone. So the two-point conversion is no good. There's 2.37 to go here in the third, and Fort A. State now down 26-14 to to Pittsburgh State. It's on the offense now, Gerard, and and Fort Hay State in the second half, just quite honestly, hasn't got much going. They had a pass batted down that kind of derailed their first drive, but then following that, a three and out where they got – just one yard, and so this four days offense has to get a drive put together, not just for points. they got to give this defense some sort of rest. It is now 24-56 in time of possession for Pittsburgh State. Four-day State has had the ball for 17-47 at halftime of tonight's game. Four-day State had it for 13-50. The Tigers have had the ball for just over three minutes in the second half. Let's quickly squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day State football. Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics. It's a good thing. Kaiser Liquor and Tiger Radio. Mix 103. KJLS Hayes. High deep kick that's going to land in the end zone, and Fort Hayes State's going to start at their own 25-yard line for the third consecutive time here in the third quarter. Now they have to produce. They're down 26-14 after leading 14-13 at halftime. 237 left in the third. Fort A. State put together a late drive and scored a touchdown late in the second to go up 14-10. See if they can do here, but all the momentum right now on the side of Pittsburgh State. Well, the game's not over, and you certainly can't act like it. There's no such things as moral no. wins. That first half doesn't carry over for him. Travis Dixon, the running back, he'll line up to the left of Fort A. State's Jack Dawson is in the shotgun. Here comes a blitz by Pittsburgh State. Dawson stays in the pocket, throws it high, and does Watts have it? No, he tried to wrestle for that completion. He was jostling with Brandon Stiegel, and the ball got jarred free at the last minute. It goes incomplete, second down at 10. That was almost an unbelievable catch by Watts. It is first down woes for Fort Hay State tonight. 16 first down plays. The Tigers have gotten three or more yards just three times tonight. 
Bryson Smith, who has a touchdown catch. He split wide to the left along with Trevor Watts. Jaden Horace, who has a touchdown catch, he split here to the right side. Delayed blitz by the Gorillas. Dawson with time. Now he throws it late. He's got a man open. It's going to be short and intercepted. He was trying to go to Horace. The pass was short, and it is picked off by Jordan Rogers, the sophomore out of Balmead, Texas. And now the Gorillas have it back. Fort A. State with their first turnover of the year. And with 2.24 to play in the third, the Gorillas will have it at the Tiger 44-yard line. We have a great vantage point here at Lewis Field Stadium, and Jack Dawson will get that same vantage point when he sees film tomorrow. That's a play that Jack has to run. He's got the right side open. There's one player between him and a whole lot of turf, and you got to go get yards. And then he throws back across his body into what essentially turned into triple coverage. So the Gorillas have it first down and 10. At the Tiger 44, and boy, now it's getting dire here for the home squad at Lewis Field. Dotson to throw a little swing pass. Caught over here in the near flat by Jake Bogdan, and he's forced out of bounds at about the 40. Benny Williams on that tackle, Mason Perez, and Gavin Hazelhorse, who gets up a little gimpy in on that stop of the 40, a four-yard gain, second and six. Fort Hay State right now is on their heels defensively because Pittsburgh State can dial up whatever they want. The biggest difference right now is that Pittsburgh State's defense is getting pressure on the quarterback, and Fort Hay State can't get any of that pressure Pittsburgh State's doing it with blitzes. When Fort Hay State tried to get the blitz, they just threw underneath of the rest of the coverage. Second down, six. The Gorillas down to the Tiger, 40, leading 26-14 late in the third. Dodson takes the snap. He's going to run to his left. He's got a blocking wall in front of him. He's into the clear, and an ankle tackle prevents a touchdown at the 20-yard line. That was Mason Perez. It'll be a first down on a 20-yard run by the quarterback, Dodson. Two-time All-Lone Star Conference center, Zane Madison. Snapped the ball, then he pulled and laid out what would have been the tackler near the line of scrimmage. All-conference in the Lone Star Conference, the transfer from West Texas A&M. Pennington in there now. The quarterback's going to run, and he barrels his way down to about the 10. They're going to mark him down near the 12. Somebody lost a helmet, and there's a Tiger flat on his back. Eight-yard gain. Whoever landed for Fort Hay State never moved when he landed on the turf. That might be Jason Wallace. John, you got a good angle down there? Having some trouble with the wireless connection with Jonathan. Too many people on the sideline. We'll try to get that worked out. Whoever it is, he's sitting up. Yep, that is Jason Wallace, senior from Sugar Hill, South Carolina. Last week, it was a big fourth quarter, 21 points in the fourth quarter for Pittsburgh State against Washburn. Today, it's a big third quarter where the Tiger offense just cannot get plays ran. They have ran 10 plays in the second half of this game. Haven't been getting any momentum at all. Go back, they played a good first half, but you feel they left some points out there on some drives that couldn't take advantage of the interception. But trying to find a way somehow to hold Pitt to at least a field goal, if not nothing on this drive. But the Gorillas all the way down to the 12, and it's second and two. Dotson back in at quarterback. Cleo Chandler, Jr., the running back, lined up to his right. 
Kirby a tight end to the right side. And it's going to be a handoff to Chandler. He knifes his way up the middle. He's got a first down to the five. It'll be first and goal. It's a gain of seven. That's the luxury of having second down and two. You can run what are some of your best plays, which are going on the ground for this uh, Pittsburgh State team. It it has been a difference in what Fort Hay State hasn't done on first down and what Pitt State is doing on first down. Reed Adelhart, the tackle. He's a backup linebacker out of Garden Plain, redshirt freshman John Johnson. was riding the bike down here on the sideline, not in there for this series again. First and goal, the Gorillas down to the Tiger, five. Handoff Chandler again, bounces out to the right. He's hit near the goal line, just short. They gave it to him. Oh, they're going to give him a touchdown. He stretched it across the line at the last minute, so the Gorillas now a commanding 32-14 lead with nine seconds left here in the third. So the last the five. The field was the runner scored prior to the fumble. Touchdown. All right, he fumbled it. We could not see that from up here, but doesn't matter. It's a touchdown. The last five drives for Pittsburgh State, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and touchdown. Fort Hayes State, touchdown, a need in the half. Punt, punt on three plays, interception on a second play. Extra point is good. Now 33 to 14, Pittsburgh State on top with nine seconds left in the third. Five plays, 44 yards. In 2.15, set up after the Jack Dawson interception, the Tigers' first giveaway of the year. It's, I know it's 33-14. Fort Hayes State has not helped themselves in this, in this third quarter. And Pittsburgh State is taking and doing what they want right now. But Fort Hayes State has, has got to certainly look inward on what has happened here. There's still 15 minutes of football left. It's not, this game is not over, and how Fort Hay State handles this next 15 minutes I think goes a long ways in what happens next week against Northwest Missouri State and what kind of team Fort Hay State wants to be. Tiger football brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Neff City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Now 33-14, Pittsburgh State, and Fort A State has any comeback in them, you feel it's got to start right here on this possession. Down 19 to the Gorillas. There's a kickoff from Gentry Cole and a fair catch by Trevor Watts. And Fort A State will start at their own 25 once again. All of their possessions. 4,237, not a bad crowd. It's thinned out since the game started. Obviously a Thursday night and Chiefs opener hasn't helped the cause. By the way, Chiefs and Lions tied at 14, if you're wondering. A pick six. Sorry, Jonathan, I wasn't supposed to say anything, was I? My bad. A pick six for a uh, off a deflection for Detroit tying it up. Guys, I'll get you a couple of injury updates if you get a chance. All right. Tigers ready to run this play. We'll try to do that after this play. First and 10 for the 25. Nine seconds left in the third. Tigers haven't done anything offensively since halftime. Dawson takes the snap, throws in the flat. It's going to be caught by Hosea Stokes out of the 31-yard line. Brought down immediately there. And let's go quickly downstairs to Jonathan. Silas Edder not in on that last defensive series at the end due to a shoulder injury. They're working on That's that. That's the end of the third quarter. Jason Wallace also shoulder injury. All right, well, hopefully they're able to make a return. That's the end of the third quarter. Four-day stable average, second down at four. When we come back, trailing the Gorillas 33-14 on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. 
Well, Pittsburgh staying with a 20-point third quarter. Now leading the Tigers 33-14 as we get set for the fourth. That was a six-yard pass completion. So second down and four. Four days stand of their own 31-yard line. Got to find a way to score here. Try to get back at the game somewhat and see what happens. Three receivers right, one here to the left. Dawson eludes some pressure. He's got to get rid of it, and he does. And near a first down, it's going to be shy. Trevor Watts the catch. He's going to be about a yard short at the 34-yard line as he's able to come back and make that catch right in front of the Pittsburgh State bench. He was brought down by Alec Gaskell. We've called his name a lot. And it's going to bring up third down and one for the Tigers here early in the fourth quarter. That's what getting yards on first down does for you. Got six on first down. You don't have to get the world on second down. One of their better plays of the night on first down. Third down and one. Here comes a blitz. Handoff to Dixon. No, Dawson keeps it. Throws it late. It's going to be tipped and almost intercepted. And a late flag comes out at the end of the play on the line of scrimmage. They fake the handoff. Dawson then threw it late, almost a jump pass. He was trying to go to, I believe that was Jaden Horace. It was almost intercepted by a gorilla. This is going to be an eligible man down the field. Well, third and one, and a penalty now brings going to bring up third and long. Uh, unless it's declined, and it's yeah. fourth and one, and Fort A. State has it on their own 34. See what Pitt State does here. They have not announced anything yet. Waiting for Brian Stelzer, our lead referee. Ineligible downfield, number 72, offense. Penalties declined. Results of the play, fourth down. That's Philip Paris. Well, he thought it was going to be a run. Yeah. And I think pretty much everybody did. And Fort A. State's not even going to try for this on on fourth and one. A three and out. Couldn't have that. 33-14, Gorillas. We're going to get the football back. Fort A. State, a promising start to the drive. Six yards on first, then got it to third, second and one, or third and one. But... Unable to convert, and now Cameron Zeisenkamp booms this punt away. It's going to be deep and taken at the 20-yard line. And a full head of steam, 30, and up to the 31-yard line is Rico Payton. So the punt back to the 20, 46 yards. Cameron Zeisenkamp's had a big day. Unfortunately, been used a little bit more than the Tigers would like. And now Pitt State leading by 19. What a dagger in this one with 14-14 to go. They'll start at their own 34. Fort Hayes State at halftime had 162 yards of offense. We are early fourth, they have 194 yards of offense. That is 32 yards of offense for Fort Hayes State in only 13 plays in the second half. You You want the encapsulation of half number two? That's it right there. Sam Brandt is back in. Benny Williams still in for Travion Mitchell at quarterback for the Tigers. First and 10 Gorillas from their own 34. They hand it off to Noah Hernandez around the left side. He's got first down yardage. Boy, he had a wall of blockers in front of him, and he just followed them all the way out across the 45 to about the 47-yard line on a 13-yard gain. And if you're the Fort Hay State defense, you literally just got off the field. And, And now you're right back out there. The offense needed to extend some sort of drive to let the defense get a rest. That is play 63. For four, a 64 for Pitt State. The Tigers at 46. Wow. Tough to beat the third-ranked team of the country that way. 
33-14 Gorillas were early fourth quarter, but all Pittsburgh State in the second half outscored the Tigers 20 to nothing in the third. Cam Gillespie, a wide receiver here to the near side. Quarterback is Pennington. He hands the ball off. And that was Hernandez up the middle. And he's going to run it across midfield and down to the Tiger 46-yard line. Mikael Williams in on that tackle. Seven-yard gain, second down at three. You see Pittsburgh State just methodically now. Earlier going with pace, getting up to the line, going quick. Now they're just killing the clock because they know offensively they can run the ball well against a tired Fort Hay State defense. Trying for their 14th consecutive MIAA win. Second down and three from the Tiger, 46. This time a keeper by the quarterback, Pennington. He's got a first down. Got to the second level and all the way down to the 37-yard line. Unlike 11-yard gain. Unlike Dotson, the starting quarterback, Pennington welcomes some uh, some punishment. 6'3", 207 out of Sand Springs, Oklahoma. And he's going to be around a while. He is a redshirt freshman. Get a pillow on that tackle for Fort A. State, getting the start tonight for the Tigers. Gorillas down to the Fort A. State 37. They've owned the second half. Leading 33-14 and just methodically moving the ball from our right to left, north to south. Two receivers here to the right. Snap back to Pennington. Quarterback keeps it, and he's brought down by Gavin Hazelhorst. One yard back in the backfield at the 38-yard line. Good job by Gavin to shoot through there, grab him by the waist, and hold on. One-yard loss, second and 11. Well, Fort A's had as any hope you can't give up any points on this drive or really from this point forward. Yeah, you needed something on that previous drive to to put some points on the board. Call Williams 12 tackles tonight. Wow. He'll be in all MIAA consideration again this yeah, year. We talked to him before the game tonight. He was excited about this one. Second out at 11, Pennington to throw, dumps it here in the flat to the tight end, Garrison, who stiff arms the Tiger, and he gets driven out of bounds by Benny Williams, all of 5'9", against the 6'6", Devin Garrison, drives him out of bounds at the 29-yard line. It's a nine-yard gain, and now it's third down and two. Florida State is going to have to figure out defensively, and maybe it's something specific Pitt State, Pitt State is doing, but the Tigers are going to have to figure out something defensively where they can mark the tight ends coming off the line. Florida State has lost them a bunch tonight. Garrison's an All-American. I think you'd be kind of a, a point of emphasis yeah. after his season a year ago. I think you'd know where he's at. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, empty backfield for Pennington. Third down and two for the Gorillas. Actually, that is Dotson in there. He hands it off to the wide receiver, Bogdan, and he is taken down to the backfield, back of the 34-yard line. Brought down by Gavin Hazelhorst, back of the 34. It's a loss of five, and now it's fourth down. Well, if you're Pittsburgh State, there, there's no option here, right? Yeah. You're going for it on fourth down. That is what kept their first half afloat. Four for five on fourth downs tonight of the Gorillas. Three of those on that long 17-play drive. They've scored touchdowns on two fourth down plays. All of their points, well, I guess that changed here in the second half, but first half, all the points came on fourth down. Now it's fourth and seven from the Tiger 34. There's a toss back, and they're going to punt it. It's going to be the wide receiver, Jack Roberts, who came in motion. They snapped it back to Pennington. He flipped it back to the wide receiver, who then punted it. 
down to the 12-yard line. So it ends up being a 22-yard punt. I thought it was going to be a double pass. That's what I thought, too. Now we have a timeout. 9.48 to go in the game. Tigers down 33-14 to the third-ranked Gorillas. We're back after this one-minute break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Get more from your internet with Vi. This is the Tiger Sports Network. Fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring on the Aloha. It's a crisp, easy drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day and remember to do so responsibly. Tiger football also brought to you by the Taco Shop. Whether you use their handy app, call in, dine in, carry out delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. 33-14 Pittsburgh State. Tigers get a stop. They'll start at their own 12-yard line. Binoculars just <laughs> the fell binoculars apart. have fallen into pieces in Dustin's hands. Back to pass Dawson, and it's batted down. They try to slant pattern to Watts, and it got knocked down by Alex Gaskell, the linebacker. We've called his name a lot today. That was fortunate that it wasn't intercepted. Second down to 10. 33-14, all of the scoring in the second half by Pittsburgh State outscored the Tigers 20 to nothing in the third quarter. They had a big fourth quarter a week ago at home, and there went over Washburn, a very similar score. Second down and 10. Dixon's gone most of the way at running back. He's lined up left of Dawson, who takes the shotgun snap. Jack with time, throws it. It's caught by Bryson Smith, but he's going to lose a yard to the 11-yard line. A little crossing pattern, but it loses one. Gaskell again on that Pitt State tackle, and now it's third down and 11. Gerard, tonight, Fort Hay State has run 18 first down plays. They have 38 total yards in those 18 plays. That's 2.1 yards per Six play. of them came on that last the, the yeah. part, possession prior to this. So it, that, that helped those numbers. Third and nine from the 11-yard line for Fort Hay State. Dawson to throw, and it's going to be caught, and Smith fell down, and now a flag comes out. It'll be offensive pass interference. He had the completion at the 23 for a first down. We'll see if it stands. Did he push off, or was there contact by the defender? This may wipe off the first down. Pass interference, but who's it on? They haven't indicated yet on four-day state. That's a late flag. That's yeah. after the catch, and the, and the receiver is on the ground. Pass interference, number one, offense. Half the distance to the goal, third down. I'm not going to say it wasn't pass interference, but, boy, what we've seen the last years around the MIAA on passes and what doesn't get called, that seems a little interesting. Let's just say that because it used to take – I mean, you could have jersey in hand and pull it off a shoulder pad off your defender, and that's allowed, and – there was a little push-off, but they deemed a game enough separation. So instead of a first down, it's now third and 16 from back of the seven-yard line. It's a new season. They're, they're locked in on that early this year. <laughs> so third down and 16. The Tigers back inside the 10. They're going to hand it off to Dixon. Bounces up the middle, then get, cuts out to the left. Gets it across the 10 and out to the 12-yard line. Another Three and out yep. for Fort Hay State. Brought down by who else? Alex Gaskell. He's been in on a bunch of tackles tonight. That linebacking crew for Pittsburgh State is leading them in tackles tonight. Gaskell with six, Sparkley with five, Kanan with four. And and if you're Fort Hay State, 
and again, you're playing the number three team in the country. Well, well noted, taking it into consideration. You can't go three and out on every drive of the second half. Four punts and an interception. The Tigers' offensive possessions here since halftime. Zeisen Cam about three yards deep in the end zone. Gets off another good punt. High wobbly, backpedaling, and fielding it is Peyton. And the ball pops free. It's loosened on the field, and I think the Gorillas got it back of the 40. Should have been that a block in the back. Great punt of almost 60 yards. Pitt State recovers the fumble. Should have been a block in the back yeah. on the re- on the, uh, timeout. On the kick. 7.53 to play. The Gorillas get it back at their own 42-yard line. <coughs> Excuse me. Pitt State up 33-14 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. This is the Tiger Sports Network. Fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring on the Aloha. It's a crisp, easy drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day, but remember to drink responsibly. Another three and out for the Tigers. Now the Gorillas have it. Told you about the offensive woes on first down for Fort Hayes State. 18 plays, 38 yards, 2.1 average. Pittsburgh State, 26 first down plays for 149. An average of 5.7 yards per first down play. First and 10 here. They hand it off to Noah Hernandez, who knifes his way. For a short gain of a couple to about the 44-yard line. There's Terry there on that stop for Fort Hayes State. Second down and eight. Notice a lot of starters for this Pittsburgh State team. Redshirt juniors, junior, yeah. junior, junior, redshirt junior. Of course, anymore. There's a senior. I wish they would. Didn't, I mean, you don't know with COVID what year they really are. Is this their last year? Do they have any years left? Everybody's doing it differently. And, and more of my point yeah, is the yeah. number of redshirt freshmen, mm-hmm. freshmen, and sophomores for the Fort Hay State yeah. Tigers. And I think you're seeing that tonight. Second down, eight for the Gorillas. Pennington in a quarterback and going to hand it off, and that's going to be a first down run. Out across the 40, down to the 38-yard line. Noah Hernandez again, the carry, just running it around the left end. Malik Williams, a big night tackling, makes that stop, but not before a first down to the Fort A. State 47-yard line. Pittsburgh State is now at 71 plays for 419 yards. The Tigers at 49 for 201. Again, they had 162 at halftime. Tigers have 39 yards in the second half. Tigers were up 14-13 at halftime, but get outscored 20 to nothing in the third, and six and a half to go now. Hand off to Hernandez again around the left side. He's all up the sidelines. Got a first down, shoved out by Mikel Williams. But another big gain of 10 to the 38. First down, Gorillas. 37 are going to mark it. I'll be interested when we talk with, with Coach Brown tonight and then early next week. I mean, you are playing the number three team in the country. And again, noted, du- duly noted in this. But it was a game that Fort A. State certainly was in at halftime, and you started to feel like, hey, this this might be some Lewis Field magic. How much how much does Fort A. State place on themselves? How much do they place on, hey, Pittsburgh State's a really good football team who've won coming up on 14 consecutive MIAA games. First and 10, Gorillas down to the Tiger, 37, Pennington. Keeps it and gets hit. The Gorillas won a penalty, and there it comes. The quarterback was sliding, and he got hit. It may have been Caleb Pillow who hit him, and it's going to get the penalty. 
young guy out there and going to add 15 more yards to it. And that's a tough – I mean, it's tough. Pillow was committed to the tackle, and yeah. then the quarterback slides. And there's a discussion right here. You could see Pillow had committed himself. There was no way he could stop. And Pillow and, had launched from exactly. way back. Exactly, and it was a late slide by the quarterback. By the letter of the law, it might be a late hit. But, I mean, once you're committed, you can't necessarily stop and change your trajectory. And that's a long discussion about whether or not that is indeed what happened. Are you, are you going to get a conversation of potential targeting in here too? Well, that could be as well. Come on, Tigers! I agree. Come on, Tigers. <laughs> here we go. Here's Brian Stelzer. Play. Personal foul. Late hit. Late hit. Number three. Defense with targeting. The previous play is under further review. Number three? Is that John Johnson gets called for it? I thought it was Pillow. Johnson was the guy who. And now they're going to go to the replay monitor and see if Johnson's disqualified. Well, one, good to see John Johnson back out there after he was being worked on the sideline, but. The replay in Division Two now, and what's good about this is they can go and check and determine whether or not it is indeed a target. Boy, where was that in 2018 in Indianapolis? That would have maybe changed the tra trajectory of that season around. But anyway, the officials will now go to the replay tent and see whether or not John Johnson gets to continue to play. For what it's worth, and it means nothing into this particular play, but targeting was the most overturned play last yeah. year when it came to those challenges. Well, one, they got the wrong guy. John Johnson yeah. never was in on the play. It's actually, it was Caleb Pillow, yeah. so we saw it right. They announced to the crowd as number three. He was there, but he never even laid a foot on the quarterback or... Well, and, and Pillow he, committed. Yeah. He is already so, launching. To me, yes, there is... There, this should not be a penalty because the you're right. Pillow is there and he's in attack mode to make the tackle. Then the quarterback slid. There was no way Pillow could stop any momentum. They don't wave off flags in replay. He did lower the helmet a little bit, but honestly, the quarterback is sliding and lowering the plane of the contact on the play as well. But that's a that's a bad. That's a bad penalty because the quarterback slid late and the defensive back was already committed to making the tackle. There was absolutely nothing that Caleb Pillow could do on that play to avoid contact. But the fact he lowered his head, targeting may stand. He, but but that's, that's a tough call. It's such a late slide when the defensive back is already breaking down into tackle mode. You can't penalize a defensive player that way. And that flag came from 20 yards away. That's a bad call. The, the two officials that were in the middle of the field. Here we go. After further review, there is no targeting on the play, and the number was number 14. He may remain in the game, and the penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal. First down. Still a penalty, but that's a bad penalty because the court, the, again, as we've described, the defensive back was already breaking down to make the tackle when the quarterback slid at the last minute. There was nothing Pillow could do to avoid contact unless he's just a superhuman freak. Well, and, and where he hit the quarterback was on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Again, kudos to the MIAA for the replay um, a few years ago. Oh, Pillow's out Pillow's this out, game. And then he doesn't get to play the first half yeah. of next week. But instead, he's allowed to continue, and they rule it's not targeting. So, again, 
It's overturned, but the penalty still stands. First and ten, and there's going to be another end around, and it's going to be another Pittsburgh State touchdown. This time it is Cam Gillespie. It's just too too many tired bodies yeah, out there for Fort Hay State. It is 31-37 in possession time for Pittsburgh State. 20 minutes and 30 seconds for the Tigers, but, but far beyond possession time. Fort Hay State has run 49 total plays in this game, 16 in the second half. Five plays, 44 yards for the Gorillas. Here comes the extra point, and it is good. 5.32 to go in the game. All Pittsburgh State have outscored the Tigers 27 to nothing in the second half and now lead 40-14. to 14. When you see it even on the special teams, because a lot of these guys that are on defense are on the extra point block or field goal block, you can see how slow... It is for them to come off the field, and they're right down there by Jonathan Zweiger. This is a tired bunch of dudes. Yeah, you can tell the guys. And it, you know, it's not hot by any means, but when you're on the field for as long as these guys have been, and I noticed it uh, just coming out of the third quarter, early in that third quarter, guys started to cramp up. We saw John Johnson. He was on the bike trying to deal with a little hip uh, issue that he was dealing with. He's back out there, but he's got his hands on his hips. I mean, this has been a defense has been out there a long time, and I mean, give Pitt State credit. That's what they do. Uh, these guys kind of wore on them, and it just kept leaning on them, and the Tigers didn't have an answer. Well, they did that a week ago to Washburn. Tigers were up one at halftime, but all gorillas in the second half with 5.32 to go, and doesn't get any easier. Northwest coming to town next week. Maybe see if the Tigers can get a score here to get some momentum. Southern beat Washburn 30-23. Now Emporia up on Northwest 25-7. Well, and uh, and you're going to need the extra two days that come with this being yeah. Thursday and next Saturday for this defense to recover. No doubt. So Cole will kick it away again. He's kicked about everything out of the end zone. This one's going to do the same thing. And four-day stable start of their own 25 down to 5.32 to go. The Tigers are down 40-14. to 14. All Gorillas here in the second half after Fort A. State had a 14-13 halftime lead and had the ball to start the third quarter, but they were punt, punt, interception, punt, punt. Tigers just one first down in the second half. Jack Dawson back out of quarterback. Dixon the running back to his left. Dawson to drop back. Throws it on the side. He's got a man wide open. That is Horace. And Horace stretches near the first down marker. As the defensive back in there on that stop for the Gorillas. Brought down by Dominic Shelman. Nine-yard gain on first down. One of the better first down plays of the night. For four-day state. They're third best wow. out of 19. Second and one. They're up to the 34-yard line. Dixon in motion out of the backfield. Dawson across the middle, and it's incomplete. He tried to go to Stokes, who's slow to get up. Two Ichabods collided. One of them lost his helmet. Gorillas. Oh, excuse me, Ichabods. Yeah, the Gorillas. And who is it? He's coming off limping. That is um, the guy who just made that last tackle for Pittsburgh State, Dominic Shelman. Well, he's doing a good job of acting like it's his lower leg when his helmet is what yeah. came off. And maybe it is his lower leg, but I think any football player that's been around the block a time or two, and there's a flag on the play as well against Fort like, Hay State. Wow. 
insult the injury there. Now instead of, again, third and one, it's yeah. going to be third down and it'll be looks second. like or second down, excuse me, yeah, at about 11. And Pittsburgh State, Michael, declined this. You're it's, right. It's third and one, and you're up 40 to 14. What, what's the worst that happens? Holding. Holding. Number 71. Number Offense. Offense. Ten-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay second down. Gerard, this goes back to the first half when the Fort Hay State Tigers were in this game. They were leading this game, and the penalties are what killed them in the first half. Stalled some drives. That's on Porter Danovic, the starting right tackle. So now second and 11. That penalty moves the ball back to the 24-yard line. 4.58 to go. Good crowd tonight of over 4,000, but it has thinned out as this game has moved along. It is now 25-7 Emporia State over wow. Northwest. Here's Dawson in trouble. He's going to run the ball as he avoids a sack, and then he gets upended on a short two-yard gain. Boy, he was scampering to try to find some running room after being pursued in the backfield and was eventually taken down by Carson Otworth. Back up. Strong safety in there for Pittsburgh State. Gain to the 26, two yards on the run, and now it's third down. Uh, here's the issue, right? It was second and one. There was an incomplete pass. If you just leave it there with no penalty, you're at, you're at third and one. Now you're facing third and nine. Third down and nine for their own 26-yard line. Low snap to Dawson. Delayed blicks. He fires, and is it caught? It is not nope. caught. Over on the Pitt State sideline, Horace tried to slide and grab it, but they said he did not hold on to it. It's incomplete, and now it's fourth down. I can't imagine Fort A. State will do anything else but punt here, considering on third and one when it was still a little bit of a ball game, they didn't go for it. Another three and out. Fifth punt of the second half for the Tigers. And an interception. First turnover of the year. They also have an interception, so each team has turned it over once tonight. Not the second half the Tigers were hoping for. 33 plays, 162 yards in the first half. Second half, Fort Hay State, 19 plays for 50 yards. Booming punt by Zeisenkamp all the way back to the 22-yard line where Ryan Medeiros will run it out of bounds. What a kick. Down to the 22. That's a 53-yard punt. And Cameron Zeisenkamp, who came in late last year with injury to punt, has kind of become a weapon for Fort A. State. Unfortunately, used too much in the second half. 404 to go. Gorillas have it at their own 23. We'll get his updated stats. That was the seventh pun of the night. We'll get his updated stats here in a moment. It's been a long time, and we won't be talking to him tonight. It's been a long time since we talked to a punter in the postgame show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Adam Ryan, dude, was pretty good at kicking the football, and he was used too much. Yeah, he got he got interviewed a lot. He is like to go back and check like seven of the top ten punts in four-day state history. And maybe his best one got waved off yeah. on a flag here against uh, yeah. Northeastern Oklahoma or yeah. something like that. Northwestern Oklahoma, maybe. There's a, I think it was Northwestern. Yeah, there's a running play up the middle. That Albertini punt. in there. If, if, if memory serves, that punt was 70-plus yards in the air that day. Yeah. I and then he right. punted the next one like 60, and the crowd groaned. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, really? Only 60 that time? You had 10 more yards to work with. He was uh, something. Z Zeisingham, by the way, seven punts, 44-yard average. It's not bad. That was a nine-yard gain by Adam Albertini of St. Paul Junior, St. Paul High School. He has 308 yards punting. Tiger offense has 212 yards of offense. Wow. 
Albertini again just knifing his way up the middle of the 35. That'll be a first down, a three-yard gain. Clock rolling with 3.10 to go. Pitt State leading 40-14. to 14. They've outscored Fort A. State 27 to nothing in the second half. Tigers are bringing in Jacoby Wilson, a Chicago, Illinois redshirt freshman. 6'3", 3'10". Evan Darville made that last Fort A. State tackle. He's easy to spot. He wears the gold socks. All the way up halfway to his calf, does Evan, the former Dodge City Red Demon. Tigers also have in there Solomon McFoy. Redshirt freshman transfer out of Tyler, Texas. First down and 10, Gorillas. Albertini the carry, breaks a tackle of the backfield and lunges forward for about two, maybe three, to the 38-yard line. Say a three-yard gain. Reed Adelhart, the backup linebacker in there on that stop. Good to see John Johnson back after missing some time in the third quarter. Have not seen Travion Mitchell return. Benny Williams has had most of the reps here in the second half at cornerback. This is state in no hurry now, down to 2.05 to go, leading 40-14. to 14. This is going to be a mix of emotion mm-hmm. for Fort Hay State tonight. Second down, seven from the 38. New quarterback in there as well for the Gorillas. That is Jake Wright, redshirt freshman in at quarterback. He's not on the three deep, but he's in there now. And that ball off, short gain to the 40. And for Fort Hay State, a lot of what they got to figure out is, you know, offensively what they need to do for this for this next week. But, you know, you add add a little bit on to also there was some good. Mm-hmm. There, there is not all bad, but what you thought was going to be an, an end result of, hey, Fort Hay State is right, a, a part of this, it's 40 to 14. Exactly. It was 14-13, Tigers at halftime. Third down, five. Albertini up the middle. He's got a first down. He almost breaks it, gets out of a tackle. He's all the way down to the Tiger 45-yard line. Adelhard had him, and he slipped out of his grasp, but he takes it all the way down to the 44-yard line. Adelhart had him in a single-leg takedown, the former wrestler from Andale, but wasn't able to complete the two-point takedown. Travion Mitchell in there makes that tackle for the Tigers, so Rome out of the game right now. And Speaking of Travion, good to see him back yeah. on the football field after that injury last year. Yeah, it's... You'd say that about a lot of yeah, guys, that's but you're true. exactly right. He's gotten bigger. He's played well so far this year. They mark it to the 45. So it's a 15-yard gain. First down and 10, and now the Gorillas will go to the victory formation, and that will do it. Right, takes the snap, downs the ball, and Fort A. State, who led by one at halftime, will drop their home opener tonight, 40-14 to 14 to Pittsburgh State. You want the stat for the second half. Fort A. State got one first down in the second half. That's it. That That is the sole stat that you need to know for the second half. That's the ball game. 40-14 to 14 the final. Pittsburgh State with their 14th consecutive MIAA win and their third straight over the Tigers. Our post-game show is next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Certainly a tale of two halves in this one. Your team up 14-13 at halftime. Second half, just one first down. What changed in the second half? Yeah, I just think we lost our edge a little bit. You know, we're a pretty young football team. Um, I thought we played really, really well the second half, or the first half. And we just kind of 
you know, lost it in, in the second half. I mean, they came out and played more physical uh, than we did in the second half. Um, they made more plays in the second half than we did. I mean, they got some big plays. Um, they were able to stop us offensively. And, you know, I just kind of thought we lost some of that momentum. And, uh, you know, maybe just a little bit of doubt, you know, just a little bit, you know, but not a lot in there. But, you know, I still believe in this team. I still trust in this team. Um, I know we have some good football players on this team as well. I know they're going to kind of they're gonna continue to compete and battle and fight and scrap. And, you know, one loss doesn't determine season. And that's what I told them. I said, we still have a long season. To go. We still got nine games left. And who knows what can happen in those nine games? I mean, learn from this and, and watch film and, and, and watch yourself and how you performed. And did you give your maximum effort every single play to, to, to help us be champions? And uh, I know we'll go back and watch this film and see some mistakes and, and, and try to get those fixed. And, uh, you know, it's on the kids, too. They, they got to really dig in deep and, and look inside their heart and, and their soul and, you know, figure out, you know, they got to learn to fight a little bit more than, than what they did. Talk about the first half a little bit and maybe showing that this team can compete if they can just, you know, put that type of effort together for for four full quarters. It is. I mean, you saw us in the first half. We looked like a very good football team going against the number three team in the country, and we were toe for toe, blow for blow, and actually had the lead, you know, at the half. And uh, we just need to come out with that same energy, that same excitement, but it's – you know, we got to have our, our captains and our leaders step up and say, let's go and let's get this done. And I thought we came out a little bit flat. And uh, there was energy, but it was still it was kind of a nervous energy instead of an excited energy, knowing that we can get this job done and, 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 and try to put this team away. But, you know, Pitt's a very good football team. They made some good adjustments, and they were able, able to establish the run, got some play action you know, on us as well. And, and number 88, he's a tremendous, tremendous football player. And, he, and he's hard to cover, and he makes big plays. But... You know, they had a great, great, great game plan in the second half, and uh, they just got us. How much of the emotions after this game range from what your team could have done and also looking at the fact that the number three team across the, in the country is across the field from you and has won 14 consecutive MIAA games, and that plays a role into this too? It does. I mean, and I told us that that's a very good football team, and, and that's why that's a championship football team. Them, they know how to play four quarters, and uh, that's something that we have to learn to do, you know, as a group as well. And you know, this was a team effort. You know, it was. You know, we didn't lose it on offense. We didn't lose it on defense. We didn't lose it on special teams. We lost this as this game as a team, and we just got to get some mistakes corrected, and, and you know, and play harder in the second half. And. Uh, you know, I, I am proud of these kids. I mean, they fought and they battled. I mean, they're a young group, and uh, you know, they're only continue to get better as as the year go on. Years as this year goes on. When you look at the play of your team in the second half, are there some are there some moments? Are there some things that you notice where maybe the team started to lose that I don't know, faith or confidence a little bit more? I just thought, you know, we missed some plays. You know, we missed some tackles that gave them first downs. You know, fourth down, not getting stops on fourth down, you know, those type of things. And we're in position to make the play. Um, taking some bad angles here and there. And, uh, you know, not just finishing the play itself, whether it was a tackle or, you know, maybe knocking a ball down or, or, or getting some interceptions in there, you know. And then, you know, on, on offense, just not, not getting first down, not getting enough first downs. And, uh, you know, I, you know I'm going to keep hounding on this team. I'm going to keep grinding on this team because I know they're – good group of kids that that truly care about winning and uh you know they're not happy about this loss and then they know the second half that they they should have played better and uh that's a good thing about these guys they know that right and and they feel it and you know and they're, they're going to remember this you know the rest of the season that we have to play four quarters you know to win ball games in this conference how much did fatigue start playing a factor into this game late in the third and the fourth quarter it's 17 minute advantage for pittsburgh state i think i mean it's just 
you know, the wear and tear of the game and, you know, a lot of guys playing. I mean, we're not real deep at, at any position, but we do have, you know, two guys at every position that we feel like we can play. But, you know, as the game goes on, it just kind of grinds you and wears you out. And, uh, you know, they're a big team, you know, and we have some size, but not, not quite the size that they have right now. But I thought our kids, you know, after a while, that, that size kind of takes over and wears down on you because you're, you're exerting so much energy, you know, every single play. But, you know, I... I, still, I love these kids, and I'm proud of them, and we're going to rebound from this, and we're going to play better next week. Final question from me. Earlier in the week, you said that this game is a good barometer game for your team to kind of see where you're at after a big win week one, coming out against a nationally ranked opponent in week two. Do you have an idea of where your team is? I think we're close. I mean, we just got to learn how to finish, right? We got to learn how to play four quarters. And uh, I think these kids understand that as well and, and kind of where we're at and, you know, and how we practice maybe. They need to practice just a little bit hard in the second half of practice and not just the first half. Uh, but I, I think, you know, we're close. I mean, when you watch them, when we go back and watch this game, I'm sure there's just going to be a few plays here and there if we just make a tackle, you know, or if we make a block or we, we see a hole or we catch a ball or, you know, we don't throw an interception. And this might be a totally different game, but, you know, it's just – those third down stops and those fourth down stops defensively, we got to get those taken care of and get the ball back to our offense and, and not allow those things to happen. But, you know, I, I believe in these guys. I mean, and I know they're going to go to work, you know, this next week and, and get this thing changed around, even though I didn't think it was terrible. The first half was, was wonderful, great football, man, especially against the number three team in the country. We just got to do that better with the second defensive half. Back no. Thanks, Mason Thank you. Perez. And you guys had a really tough battle there in the first half, but uh, that third quarter came and uh, they were able to put up some points. Uh, what did you see the difference from the, the first half to the second half? Uh, yeah, we were just uh, less physical. Uh, we didn't stop the run very well. And when we were when they would pass it, we wouldn't rally to the ball quick enough, and they, we were just giving up too many easy yards. But physicality was our biggest thing, and, and we lacked that in the second half. And is that what kind of went right in the first half? I mean, it seemed like right out of the gate, you guys kind of punched them and, and hung with them and had the lead. Is that kind of what was going right in that first half? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we had no doubt coming into this game that it was going to be a tough physical battle. And that's Coach Brown's favorite thing is physicality, and we have to keep getting better at that every single week, and we just need to keep improving on it, physicality. For you, defensively, uh, I saw you were, you were cramping up, and, and the guys were, some other guys were cramping up too, so how hard was it to gut it out there and to just keep going, even though you were dealing with the cramping and, and being on the field as long as you were? Yeah, you know, it sucks. I've had cramping issues my whole life uh, playing sports but I got to get it under control I got to do stuff that I need to do better like I thought I was on top of it this week because I I did it a little bit last weekend or last week last Thursday but um, I just got to get on top of it and and get my body right how about defensively for you what did you do right what are you taking the next week uh, holding your head up saying this is what I did right uh you know it's hard to I don't really think about the good things, you know. Like, I always look at the stuff I need to work on, and I I miss way too many tackles, and that's all I can keep replaying in my head right now. And that's just the biggest thing that that I need to fix, and I need to look into getting better at that going in forward on the next and the rest of the season. Obviously, the long way to go. Get another good test uh, with Northwest coming into town. Get a couple extra days, and then heading into next week. What's kind of your mindset after tonight going into next week? Yeah, we got to have a chip on our shoulder. Uh, one loss doesn't define us, and we, we still got nine more games guaranteed. Like, 
this team is we're close and, and we're gonna have a chip on our shoulder and we're gonna come back these these next games and, and we're gonna prove something. Okay, so back some with quarterback Jack Dawson and Jack Kudrow start to the ball game. Had a couple of nice touchdown passes in that first half. The second half obviously didn't go your way. Let's start there. What was the difference for your offense from the, the first half to the second half? Um, you know, I think it's just execution. Um, you know, they played four quarters and we played two. And at the end of the day, you know, um, we're going to learn from this. You know, we're real close. Like, we were leading at halftime, and, you know, we're, we're going to have to build off of that. Um, we're going to try to, you know, learn from our mistakes in the second half. But, you know, we're going to have to, you know, try to focus on what we did well in the first half and try to flush the second half out of the way because we got a couple big games coming up. Two touchdown passes. Uh, receivers made really good plays. I know uh, the one, um, it, it seemed like that was kind of a one-on-one read. You were going to your guy uh, the first time. It's just walk us through those two plays and kind of what you saw and, and what you thought. Yeah, you know, we got a couple looks um, where I could check, you know, protection and, you know, try to take a shot down the field. And, um, you know, that first drive, it seemed like everything was working. And, and you know, it was. And, you know, I gave my guy a chance and he made a hell of a play. Um, and, you know, on that second play, you know, we kind of steamed them up on what they were going to run down at the uh, goal line and, uh, you know, uh, kind of showed something from last week but put a little tweak into it. And, you know, that it was it was a great play by Jaden. And, um, you know, we were hoping that we could get a couple more good plays in the second half and it didn't really turn out the way we wanted to. But, um, you know, I know what we can do and we know what we can do. Um, we just need to play better and play for a full four quarters. And how do you put that kind of two quarters together? I mean, what's your focus going forward, knowing that you played two really good quarters, uh, able to throw the football, maybe not run it, maybe as much as you had wanted, but it seemed like that uh, it was a good first half. You had to take that into the second half of uh, not only the games in the future, but just in the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, in the first half, um, you know, I think we played well. I think there were still things that we, we could be better at, but in that second half, you know, it just seemed like um, we would have a penalty or we would have some sort of, you know, holding call or, you know, a, a bad throw from me, you know, a misplay from a receiver. You know, it just seemed like we weren't really clicking like we were in the first half. And so, you know, I think just focusing up on those little details um, and just trying to make plays as much as you can, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, um, we're going to be okay. And I, and I believe in my guys and uh, I believe in my coaches. And, you know, you can't let one game define us. Um, but, you know, we're excited to uh, move on from this and hopefully, um, you know, win the next nine. Got a couple extra days. Uh, they had a weather delay, so they're behind, but they were behind uh, to Emporia State heading into Northwest. Uh, what's kind of the focus for a couple extra days and into next week? Uh, you know, just learn from the film from Pitt State. Um, you know, we're going to have a longer week this time. Um, and, you know, I haven't really looked into it. We were focused on Pitt. Um, but, you know, we know, you know, they beat us the last, uh, I think, three seasons, three years. Um, so hopefully we can kind of flip that page around. Um, but, you know, we're going to kind of learn from these mistakes, um, you know, take maybe a day off and then, you know, dive into Northwest. And, you know, we got to bounce back from this loss. All right, thanks, Jack. Good luck. No, no problem. Thank you. Back to you, Jordan.